That's a hot take. That's what America's supposed to be. It's supposed to look like terminally chill. The insurance commercial has a fat ass, but like no personality. Yeah, I feel like sitting here and listening to this. (laughs) No, goddammit. Isaac, New Noise is not the first fucking refused album. Rip Isaac a new one today. Do you know what I mean? Like... Don't touch my records. Ever. How's it going, guys? Welcome to Hot Takes. I am Young Shiro, and this is Skeleton Lipstick. Thank you Hi for guys. tuning in. Thanks for coming in, guys. Appreciate it, as always. We are on our eighth episode, and we have a special guest tonight, uh, Mr. Christ, none other than the uh, head of Business Casual. I don't know if yes. they're putting an 87 at the end of it anymore. Thank you, very 100P, for... Have them here. Yeah, very excited to have all of you guys here. I see a lot of friendly Absolutely. faces in the chat. Please let us know again if uh, you can't hear us. Music's too loud, music's too quiet. Uh, if I need to turn Dr. Chris down, of course. Um, but anyways, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> and Chris is going to start us out with a recommendation for tonight. Well, I guess first let's start out with what Hot Takes is, right? Let's That's that a good idea. That's a good idea. Do you want to tell anybody them? Who just ha- um, sure, I'll tell them. So Hot Takes is a podcast where we kind of have a, a conversation with another member of our scene who, and you know, between me and Isaac. We discuss the events of uh, the day, the events of art, the events of music, the state of it, and no real topic is off is is off topic. Um, even maybe something controversial, but the way we try and frame Absolutely. any kind of controversial thing is in um, you know sort of a, a, a very benign way, not an aggressive way, and just to examine the the concept at hand rather than to rather than to judge too hard. And we try to do it in a nice, soft way to promote uh, friendship, understanding, and positivity. Yeah, how about that? That's Dude, good, right? that's that's a perfect summary. That was that was a <laughs> that very right? very hot summary. Just want to say uh-huh. happy birthday, Zodikus Karmazov. It's Zodikus's yep. birthday today, guys. And, and we're pretty vaporwave focused most of the time. But. Pretty pretty and vapor adjacent. <laughs> yeah. Thanks vapor for the follow, Gourmeka. I don't want to um I don't want to derail. Since you gave a beautiful explanation of what hot takes is, why don't we go ahead and roll on into the um uh, the recommendation that you have for everybody. Sure. Uh, the recommendation I have is uh, from uh, Global Pattern Records, and it's the um, the Solar Punk compilation, A Possible Future. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I really, really like this a lot. It's a really interesting and unique vision, you know, and I really, and I really think it couldn't have come at a better time than during sort of the tail end of quarantine, right? Right. Another possible future, right? It, it's sort of the answer to the cyberpunk sort of um, dystopian potential future that we all seem to fixate on quite a lot. This is a version of the future where we get things right, where things change, where there's a message of a, of, of a, where a positive energy right. pervades the uh, entire listening experience. Um, you know, a, a curious energy, not like, and it's not like an overly sort of, um, you know, placating positivity. It's a curious positivity, if I, if that makes any sense. It's not, it is comforting, but it's also like, got Mr. Hello? Oh boy, somebody clipped this. Chris is frozen already. <laughs> uh, Mystery. Let's give him a second. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, sir, if uh, you want to leave the chat and come back in, that might fix the problem. Until then, guys, shout out VA10 Association. Turn down Isaac's keyboard. Uh, quiz, I have a new mic with a weird pickup pattern. Uh, there he is. Okay? He's back. You're back. You're back. You can continue that thought, please. Okay, am, are we back? Yeah. All right, cool. So um, just to continue the thought, there's a lot of different types of sounds on here. There's a lot of swirling guitars. There's a lot of orchestral uh, really? ambience. There's a lot of, um, there's a few almost like synthy, it's like light, uh, airy synth synth based tracks with uh, you know small drums associated with them, creating a bit of a rhythm. Gotcha. There's, um, oh, wow. It's just wonderful. Lots of twinkling, um, arpeggiatic uh, bells kind of tr uh, tremoring throughout the entire release. And... You know, I, if I have to recommend some songs, um, there's a song by PJS called Blend, which is this wonderful drone, and it's it's really cool when you can achieve a drone that inspires hope and positivity, and that song No joke. It. Um, I'm a big fan of, uh, there's a song here by um, Tim Six, which is really good, called Recreational Zone, and then the one after it's the Cyber Surfer 3D song, too. It just really feels like riding this interesting uh, wave uh, throughout a, 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 a false world that could be real. And I really like it a lot. A lot of other people on here, too, that are good. Lunatas has got a track on here that's really good. Ooh. And uh, I really can't recommend um, a, this album, this compilation album, enough. I, I it was a breath of fucking fresh air. I really loved it. Like, I sometimes I listen to too much ambient music, and it all feels so downtrodden. Or You're or, not or, wrong. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, or, or it feels, like, very mysterious and spacey, right? It feels like mm -hmm. space, but this, real, like, solar punk really is... A whole other feel. I love. I'm. I'm. I'm here for it. I really like this compilation of music a lot. Okay. Dude, Hot beautifully time. worded. I. I'm very excited to check it out now. I'm embarrassed that I haven't yet. That's the VA10 Association one, right? Oh, uh, I think. It's, I think it was. Is it the VA10? Yeah. I think so. I think so. I think so. Yeah. I think it's VA10, and yeah, I believe. So. I. I don't know offhand actually. I have to check that out. And I know it's released. I know it's on Global Patterns. So Global Pattern. When I think of Solar Punk, I guess like in my head, I imagine stuff that kind of sounds like uh, Stack Overflow. So. Oh, okay. Not yeah. sure how accurate that. that is, but I. I badly so, need to. Picture, you know, picture it as an answer to Cyberpunk, right? Okay. Yeah. You know, it's like Solar a... Punk. It's about the Earth. It's about getting back in touch with the positive energy and creating a utopia not a dystopia so solar punk not cyber you get it yeah it's pretty i cool. like it i like it. very brilliant check it out everybody really if it's not too much trouble maybe drop a link apparently my keyboard clacking is way too loud with this new mic we'll that. that would be super cool and that leads us to today's hot take courtesy of moi and let's just keep it to the uh to to, to me this time because it seems last time somebody typed a little something in the chat and their take was hotter than mine so <clears throat> I don't necessarily know that this is an opinion, more so much as it is uh, just a gripe, I guess. I really don't like the fact that I know so many people, almost on a first-name basis, that write, produce uh, all of their material, do their own like self-promo, and then we've got all these artists on the, the top 40 charts that got ghostwriters, teams of producers making their music for them. And yet somehow we're still giving all this credit to these famous names that it seems at this point often don't even make their own work. Am I wrong for thinking that's kind of fucked up? I mean, obviously you have some very reputable names, but I'm tired of these artists having you, all this fame. And, and like? I don't like these famous artists that don't write their own material. They got these teams uh -huh. of ghostwriters doing okay. their shit so, okay, for okay, them. Okay, hold on. Let's talk, let's talk about this for a second. All right. So let's like maybe discuss an example. All right. Uh, let's bring on John. 
Hold All on. right. Actually, before we get really into the hot take, because I don't want to start talking too much, I want to in- let's introduce John Zabelli, aka Christ, uh, aka uh, Father, Father, aka. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is fantastic. I, I, I do want to hear your retort on that, but let's bring on the man of the hour. Let me go ahead and yeah. cut this TV set behind business. Hey, go ahead and unmute yourself. Christ. Oh. No. Hey. Welcome to hot takes. Here we go. All right, so let's get John. So, John, thanks for being here. We're very happy to have you. We're very happy to have you join the conversation. Let's let's have some fun. So, uh, young Shiro, Isaac, what were you just talking about? I don't know if... Uh, I mean, listen, I know you. I know Christ. I know anyone who's been on Hot Takes. And so many people in the vapor sphere and vapor adjacent scene that are incredibly skilled, incredibly talented, multifaceted, and they do all these things. And then you have these famous artists that don't. They got, he doesn't like the ghostwriters and the famous artists. Well, I don't disrespect the ghostwriters. I just disres- I disrespect these famous people taking all the credit. Mm-hmm. I, 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 okay, I, I, I got to say, it feels a little bit hypocritical, just a smidge hypocritical that we're, you know, hating on these, you know, guys that are called the ghostwriters and stuff. You know, when a lot of people in our scene, a lot of people in the wave adjacent scenes, uh, sample a lot and Fair. use that sort of stuff as material. So technically, they're not writing it all themselves. They're not doing it all themselves. I mean, sure, you don't have the marketing department behind you. But Granted. The actual, like, music stuff, you're, you're, part of it is, is sort of like using other people's art as a crutch, as a sort of like a... You know, hey, you know this song. This is a Michael Jackson sample. Hey, mm-hmm. you know this. This it's weird now. You're right. No. <laughs> Somebody well, messed up like that MJ song. I think that's fair. Okay, it, so it, I think that's fair. Yeah. So okay, let's talk about this whole subject for a moment. So for example, let's discuss the ghostwriters. Let's discuss the production process. Let's, for an example, I'm going to bring up because um, uh, I'm a little bit familiar with it. Um, there's a song. So stick Rihanna for an instance. For instance, right? Let's do it. Rihanna has a song called Man Down, which was a failed single by her, right? Let's discuss the song Man Down and how that this whole process works. It begins with a few sketch artists who come up with a melody. They come up with a melody, right? And then what they do is they give the melody to songwriters. And the songwriters go and are put up in hotels, and they all work together and hang out for like a couple months or so, and they write the song, right? And then from okay. that person, it goes to another songwriter, and that person refines the song, they clean it up, they add modern edges to it that they might notice. They're almost like cultural um, liaisons, and they'll add col- they'll add things to it. And mm. then it goes. Then the song is written, and then they usually find a pop star to sing it. Right. Also, I mean, you gotta know that like Frank Sinatra, all these other people, like they had songwriters. Like this isn't a new thing. So they find, and then they shop around the song to see which artist will 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 buy it. Now. For example, the song, speaking of Rihanna, the song uh, Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus, that was originally written with Rihanna in mind, and she heard it and was like, eh, Damn, eh. And then you know a lot about it, this shit. And then shit. Miley Cyrus bought it. So hey, my point classic. is that, like, these, po- that everybody in that ecosystem serves a purpose, and it's the industry around Rihanna. It's not even Rihanna. It's, like, the brand of Rihanna that has been created. She's not a person. She's a cipher. You know what I mean? Like, you think she's a person. Like, you think she has a persona, but she's a cipher. She doesn't really. She has a, a very careful team curating her, 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 her accuracy in the public eye, right? So it's sort of like a full—this is not just, like, Rihanna gets all this credit. This is, like— 
Rihanna's just the face of a giant industry behind her. So, I mean, like, yeah, of course she's getting, you know, she's getting all this credit because that's what everyone wants to happen so everyone gets paid. You know what I mean? Songwriters are, they don't... Um, probably. I mean, but back in the day, if you go back to Motown, like, you know, Smokey Robinson wrote most of the songs for everybody and like him and a few other songwriters and they like, they marketed them off to the miracle. You know, they marketed them off to the Supremes. They marketed them off to Four Tops. You know, they, they, uh, um, uh, you know, they, they got the different people to sing, to build the record label, to build the influence, to create the, what they wanted to make. It was an industry. It's an industry. Pop is an industry. Pop music is an Fair. industry. Motown was an industry. And the... If the industry is point is to become successful and to dominate and to the make pop money. charts, it's to make money, right? Yeah. So like, of course they're getting more credit than like than like I don't know yeah. eyeliner yeah, is getting right now. Brand. You know I mean, eyeliner is his own eyeliner is his own cottage industry. He's trying to do his thing with the help of everybody else in the scene and ourselves. And Rihanna's got uh, a payroll of millions of dollars. It cost a million dollars to make that song, Man Down. And it wasn't even a success. But, you know, that's like the, you know, and at the end of the day, the record label needs it to be correct, right? You know, you, it's a very dangerous thing to give an arti artist freedom, right? Like, it's very dangerous to give, especially a pop artist. It's a very dangerous thing. True. I don't you know, know if you saw that article about, um... Like, that's oh. literally, like, the monkey's out movie head is, like, all about them being like, we don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> like, we're tired of being right. a tool. Anyway, but go ahead. You were saying. The, there's a Mariah Carey art. Uh, there's an article about apparently Mariah Carey tried to make, like, a grunge album in the 90s and the record labels were like oh, really nope <laughs> but she like made a bunch of it herself and they were just like uh-uh yeah. not good for the product mm -hmm. i guess no it's not they're a product they're not like anything more than that they're sacrificed at the altar of entertainment you know what i mean they're sacrificial lamb like look at britney spears and then when they're done and you have to retire them you stick them in a fucking zoo which is what las vegas is she it's a damn cake like you got to put them out to pasture when they can't tour anymore. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like it's, you're it's, not it's wrong. Humor. One iota. You're absolutely correct. But put them out to pasture. Used them up. They go crazy. You also, know the I mean? Wizard of Loneliness just said. Whole life. Britney Spears went crazy. You ever see the film Nashville by Robert Altman? And like that's what uh -huh. happens to like the uh, the main uh, the uh, the main character. Well, not the main character. The movie's like 25 characters, but it's like one of the main figureheads of that world. It's like that's what happens. But like anyway. Uh, yeah, so I don't think, of course, they're going to get credit. I can't even fight it anymore. I don't like the industry of the mainstream music world. I think it's stupid, but, like, I can't blame these artists. They're just cogs in the machine, right? What I will say is, is anybody that I know that ends up doing ghostwriting or beat production oh, one more is an OG. Oh, that, oh, that's so That's cool. another thing. So, hold on. I'm going to, I'm almost done. I have one more thought to say, and I'm going <laughs> to shut up. Everybody can talk. <laughs> but, like, I'm so sorry. But, um, the, my, my thing that I was going to say is, um is that the ghostwriting, right? If you, you know, they wrote that song, Man Down, those ghostwriters wrote Man Down, it didn't work out that well, and they could go, and then they'll get hired, and then they already booked their next gig. But Rihanna's now married to this bad song forever. And, like, it's, Good it's, it's on her to make it work. It's on Rihanna to make it work. Like, she's an entertainer. That's her job. In the, That's her role in this world. And it's on her to make it work. At the end of the day, her name's on it. If, she, if it fails, she fucking fails. And the ghostwriter, he might fail, but maybe he's already written a bunch of other really good songs anyway, and they'll forgive that. You know what I mean? But, like, you only get so many songs as a pop songwriter. But if you're a really pop successful ghostwriter, you might, like, work a whole fucking lot. You know what I mean? Okay, I'm done now. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I feel like this whole entire, you know, going back to the original hot take in, like, what was the, what was the exact original hot take? It was basically, you know, you, you don't like, you know, how artists, mainstream artists 
versus, you know, the little guys are mm. getting so much more attention or whatever because, you know, they don't do anything. Yeah, they don't, they're not doing as much work. That said, I don't think they're really comparable. All right. I mean, you have artists and then you have uh, uh, celebrities. You have mm. musicians and then you've got, you know, um, the pop stars. You know, they're, they're, they're not, they, they do the same thing, they, I mean, the out, the output's the same thing, but the input is, there's, there's, there's no, it's not necessarily the same, and so they're not really the same, you really can't compare them, because I mean, you know, you, are you gonna compare, All right, I feel uh, that. uh, what's his face, the, the, the microphones to fucking Rihanna, you know? No. Oh, the microphones, no, yeah, you're not gonna... <laughs> I, I was trying to think of what, what the guy's name is, but I, I, was I, thinking, I uh, Saint, uh, Mount Erie. Uh, Mount Erie uh, microphones, whatever. I mean, yeah. I, you're not gonna compare him to to Rihanna or to you know uh, uh, what's his red hair, pale face, fucking red, red hair, uh, Ed Sheeran, face. you know. <laughs> red hair, pale face, I, Ed I Sheeran. Uh, you know, I guess I guess with Isaac, sometimes maybe Isaac is like, it would be nice if artists, if we lived in a world where artists were seen as important as a pop star is seen, I guess. You know what I mean? Which it would. I would t really agree with. It, you know, it, I would agree with that. It, it, I would it like would that. Be, it would too. be nice. It would be great. But the thing is, like, I feel like we're already in a good spot right now thanks to the internet. True. It has yeah, really sure. leveled you the know, playing field. Anybody yeah. could technically, not necessarily get to the pop, like, level pop star level because I, you, you have to be like bought into that you yeah, know, yeah, to, and who, yeah who wants to you know what i mean well these Where, days too who wants to especially when you can if you have talent if you get lucky yeah you, i mean who can, wants to be like rihanna like i don't know that's i as i said before that's like that is literally you have sacrificed a yourself a lot of people on tiktok that would love to be rihanna that's First, true maybe not rihanna not maybe Selena Gomez or whatever. The I really, I really. Everybody follow Christ on TikTok. You know what? I, I want to say right now, I really hate the pursuit of fame in in um, pursuit of just fame. You know what I mean? Like I, I like people I who are that. pursuing fame because they have a thing to say, they have a vision they want to share. There's something they gotta get out there. They need a spotlight to do it, and that's what motivates them. And I really appreciate that, people. But then there's somebody, some, a lot of people who just want fame for the sake of being seen, for the sake of feeling validated, for the sake of like being better than other people. Right, and, and they don't getting, necessarily bring anything unique to the table. Yeah, they just want fame for the sake of fame, which like straight up disgusts me, so hard. Yeah, and, like I really. That's kind of really overhyped. Hate that. There's a lot of people out there that would love fame for just the sake of fame, and would don't even want anything to do with it. Just want the lifestyle. Just want people looking at them. They like dream about the idea of signing autographs. Like, mm -hmm. fuck you. And there are some drawbacks you. to that fame. You get that in every. You get that in every. You do. Creative field. Every. Yeah. Not even creative field. You get it in every field, period. You know, you get the doctor yeah. who wants to be the best doctor. You get all the awards. Right. You yep. know. You do. Absolutely. You want for the, the sake you know, of just doing it. Yeah, but well, fame is like, a different thing. I feel like fame that probably like attracts a lot of sociopaths. Like, but fame, like fame, like like television fame, music fame. I mean, music fame, art fame in general. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, are you trying to say something to me? Are you trying to do something? You're trying to alter, take the world that I look at and shift it a little bit so I can feel something, grow some way, or you just want to like. You just want to be looked at, and you just want to go home and like think you have a cool house or some shit. I don't I know. I think I think everybody wants to be, you know, in, in that sort of like. Okay, I, I there's so, somebody had said that I can't remember who said this, but like in the vaporwave scene, the people who 
show their faces in the vape wave scene want to be seen that they're in it for, they're not necessarily just in it for the music i did see that do you agree hide, that, yeah. hide a name, don't show their face and the thing is that's that's fine that's good and that's that's them you know yeah showing their craft without you know having to show their face people who are showing their face you know it's pretty clear it's pretty obvious that i'd like to grow my influence a little bit you know it's why i've put my face out there a lot more over the years I, when it first started vaporwave i mean i wasn't putting my face out no. there very no, often I was, no. I was trying to keep you know things separate so that because i've learned on the internet that um you can fuck yourself up by just being you know out there so if you're just trying to keep a lower profile on the internet you know and you don't put your face out there you don't connect your music to a face you know you just have this sort of you know, visual of uh, the visual identity is like a logo or like a right. frame, or like kind of a mysterious you know? thing. So, so and then you can do a big face reveal in a few years. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: like you can like it's growing influences. Like that's another subject completely, right? Then then fame exactly. Growing yeah. influence can be done through many ways. And also, I want to correct something. Just because I said something has to have a really big me has to have a meaning if you're trying to make art, that meaning is subjective. You know what I mean? Like that can Absolutely. be just to have fun. That can be some kind of like weird like overarching you know hell you know discussion of like some philosophical concept. Or it could just be about having fun. Or it could just be about how you True. feel. Like I want to say I don't want people to think that when I say it has you know you have to have something to say or meaning that I'm trying to say it has to be the most fucking complex high-minded shit in the world right but anyway my other thing about the growing influence is sometimes putting yourself out there if it's <laughs> if, you know if it really depends on the personality and the energy of the person some people wouldn't do well doing being mysterious right like john you said like you didn't do well being mysterious you do better putting yourself out there with people well, I, I don't think i would do as well was... being mysterious either but you know you guys both have big personalities you know I mean? too i you know, i think it's like i i didn't say that i i per personally i want you know, everybody wants to be famous. I, like, I kind of want to be famous, you know. But at the same time, you <laughs> yeah, know, it's, it's the same reason right? why, you know, I, I don't overly Not like that. go out and say that, you know, I'm father, you know, that's right. six or whatever, you know. Yeah. I, I keep a separate Twitter. I don't show faces or do stuff on there that, you know, I don't even, like, talk about Christ stuff on there very often. You know, just because I would be its own separate thing. It's sort of mysterious. Even though people know it's me, it's still, I'm still trying to keep that mysterious mystique sort of thing about it you know um, well father was mis was um anonymous for a while was it not people didn't know it was you for for, for a little while yeah yeah I, I don't i think it was up until you know i think you know like the first year i went to keep it sort of anonymous right i, I still like posted a bad like oh look at this well, it was a hell of a deviation from your typical sound i i think it's like sonically yes yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess it was a bit of a, a bit of a deviation, at least from the. Father, oh, sorry, spoiled it for DS, dude. Also, I see that you saw the Wizard of Loneliness's comment. <laughs> I thought it was pretty fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> I was cracking up. Oh man, um, you talking about the father's? Yeah, but I mean, also, even a lot of the Christ stuff is very different than previous Christ stuff occasionally, and that's very different than say, like fucking like Fraser Wave or something. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Hell of an yeah. album. Hey. You um. Know, it's what do you can i ask you do you this is a oh go ahead i'm sorry continue the thought i i, I have no thoughts that's great okay. <laughs> give me some thoughts come on give me some thoughts give me some fucking thoughts well, i was gonna I, say you were well, about to ask me something i was about to ask you something i just this is random <laughs> but i just want to wonder do you like maybe you can't say this but do you have a fucking favorite business casual release 
So I also want to know this. I, 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 because, like, here's the thing about Business Casual. It's, well, it's, I think it's, like, one of the best record labels that's ever existed. Um, it's just so well curated. It's like, really well put together, It's really good, and everything is really unique. And uh, it's not one sound, and it's like a, it's a very high level of uh, of, of uniqueness in every in every it, release. It's, and, uh, it's, it's funny really that's all you that curates it. So it's like it speaks to your taste because it's it, very it, it's very different. It's, it's hard to pinpoint one album because there's a ton there's a ton of them. Like there's a couple from the first like year, you know. Like I can mm. I go I can give you a list of some of my favorites. Please know? do. Uh, Mention one that the, you, yeah, the, really, the, you know, like. This would be your favorite, I guess. The uh, the childhood self-titled yeah you know, from that's first really year good. that's a classic uh, White Woods Spaceship Earth you know um, iconic uh, I'm thinking like like just favorite favorites um, Owl Island Adventures Owl Island Posse that's a classic at this point I think um, uh. Dan Mason's Summertime EP, Zip Drive, yeah. Park. Yeah. I love Disket Park. Oh, I like Disket um, Park a lot, too. I, I really like him a lot. Uh, I don't know how he releases as often as he does. He's got put out, like, he puts out a lot of albums. They're all very, hey. very, very interesting to listen to. I'm very, I always, I kind of put him on a lot when, I, when I'm looking for a, a, it's inspiration for, to come up with a new sound, honestly, like when I, on a synthesizer or work with a sample or work with anything. Hellcom Energy 111. Oh, oh yeah. man, yeah, that Y2K it's such, vibe. It's such a, such a departure from. Uh, I noticed that too. Uh, you melt me by Flamingo. Oh, that's my favorite. Um, that's your you favorite. melt me. That's my favorite. You melt me by Flamingo is. Oh my God, that was it's like so a, good. That one. I remember. I remember being like, Holy shit! What is? What even is this? It's so cool. And like the the warped version of the uh, what's her name lyrics, uh, like the Taylor Swift lyrics. It's really funny because it just like it takes this the lyrics by Taylor Swift and like repurposes them as like a new singer for a different kind of music. And I'm like, that was exactly. so creative. I loved it. It was so. Good. You know, it, 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 it's it's. It's a lot of energy doing that album. Holy it, shit! It's kind of you know, it's almost he a never, little yeah. bit. I, I, I actually, I, I, it's kind of, it's kind of sad because he's kind of moved away from that sort of. He sad has, generation. and I'm so sad. He just doesn't. I, you know what though? I can't blame him because when I listened to that album in particular, I was like, I remember like walking away from it thinking like. That feels exhausting to have produced. Like that was an exhausting album. Like there's a lot of attention paid to the uh, the textures and this construction of the songs themselves. It's just really excellently structured songs in general, and they have so much energy to it and so much going on in each track. And it's also like weird and meta with those lyrics. Like I, I love. I don't even know what to call that concept of like taking the lyrics and like making it into a new singer and like. But anyhow, like I remember listening to that album, being like, this felt exhausting, and like is I feel like he was just like that was a lot of work. Let me do something else. It might be that might be more enjoyable for me to do. I don't uh, know. I'm I'm still going through this list. I got you know. Yeah, I love by that DJ album. iTunes. Bro, I was oh, just yeah. gonna say the the DJ iTunes albums are my absolute oh, yeah. favorites. Oh my god, that was my gateway to Lo-Fi House right there. When I play uh, You Melt Me at Terminally Chill, come along and ring my bar, and then like it drops. Oh, all right, I'm done talking about Flamingo now. Like uh, people uh, love it though live. It's so fun. It's one, it's one, I remember like clicking on that album and just being blown away. But anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Love it so much. Okay. Uh, Vista of Chaos by uh, by uh, uh, White Gravel, a.k.a. Windows 96. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah for sure. Who else? 
Bob Bob. Walters. I was just going to say Bob Walters, dude. This is weird. I'm I'm just scrolling through the list right now. You're doing well, man. uh, Oh, that's another one of my favorite ones. Cheesecake by Lem Kuja. That man is an outstanding producer. His all his synth lines like cut through mixes. He's an interesting bass heavy. He's got this cool, cool, cool fucking mixture of like electric French electro and future funk. Extremely unique. No one else like him out there. I listen to Cheesecake all the time. I play Quakwai. Is that what it's called? With uh, you know that that Uh, slide lead. Yeah, uh, Kwai Kwai, you know, with the with the slyly uh, Japanese yeah. sort of verse in it. Yeah, uh, that song I play all the time at Terminally Chill, and like it's so unique because it's this weird mixture of future funk, French electro, and then the Japanese like kawaii lyric, kawaii vocals over top of it. That thing is a fucking banger. Anyway, uh, love that album. Who else? Uh, Void by Dan Mason. That's a. Uh huh. Yeah. I think it's probably Lovely. his best. His best. That's work. a good one. It's a really uh, good album. Uh. No refunds. Sa twenty. That's uh, I, I think it's like it's it's one of those albums that I don't think really hit with everybody, but like I just I have a sweet spot for it. Um, you released Purgatory by Cobalt Road, right? Yes. Yeah, that one's yeah. one of my favorites. I, I, Quintessential uh, Vapor Trap. Oh yeah. You released um you released my my absolutely like favorite uh Future Funk album. Um, Midnight Ads by Superflat. That and also uh, I, I don't speak Japanese is really good too. Or Kabuki Boogie. I'm sorry for song. Yeah, album, I, but yeah. man, I, let I, me. Like, I love that album because Superflat. Like you can tell that man is a DJ. Like, oh yeah, he, well things like he, he's he's got he's like he's got a sort of different influence that a lot of the people in this in the scene have, and like yes, that's what exactly. I like. I like about it. That's that's the beauty of and things like there's a lot of artists and whenever like people send me future fuck that's just. You know, yeah, I know, really generic, like you know, some Japanese pop song, and they and they do like what, what everybody else does to it. You know, I I just sort of like I, cause I get I get I get quite a few of those. I, I want something that's a little bit different, that's got a little bit of a something special, something. Well, that's fucking. I don't super, know. Yeah, super flat is feisty, man. That man and with his rhythms, like you can tell this guy DJ's parties. Like I could tell right away listening to him that this man like understands grooves very well he's not fucking he's not fucking around like he's not dicking around doing stuff like trying to pull tricks all the time like this man fucking finds the groove locks it in and then locks another groove on top of that and then another groove on top of that and then like takes it down brings it back that man is a dj you could tell right away and it's like as soon as i heard his music i'm like this is like i was looking for music for terminally chill and then i came across super flat i'm like Eh, eh, nailed it. There we go. This is what people will dance to. Right. Like, this is how dance parties work. This is how dance crowds work. And then he's also got the Latin influence, too. He's from Mexico. You know what I mean? And, like, that's always fun when you have the Latin uh, future funk artists who have. Oh, yeah. Especially if they're people like him who are club DJs where he mixes in, you know, Latin music during his sets anyway. So, like, that's that sort of, I don't know, that energy is there, man. So uh, I just remember being like, thank God for business <laughs> casual for, like, no finding shit. this artist. Chris, wow. well, I mean, he, he he sent in a demo, so I mean, you know. Yeah, good, good on you, man. You fucking like the fact that you got like a random demo like that. We're like, this is the fucking, this is the thing right here. With all the albums you mentioned, honestly, not just you know this, but all the albums I, you mentioned, I, you know. I'm I'm almost done. I got a couple more left. We got we got iconic bitch, you know, 3D blast classic. Of course, at this of course. Exotics VCR classic, you know, it's got that classic. Oh, love, love that VCR late night sound. Okay, I uh uh, f- uh 
Pop culture, super wave. Oh, pop culture. yeah. I, that's the I love pop culture. Fresh, active presence. Yeah, active presence is so fun. I really love him, too. He's got such a fun vibe. It's always very, like, bouncy and all over the place, and it's, it surprises me. He really surprises me, all the tracks. Millennialism. Dirk uh, Stock Exchange. Mm. That's, that's a new one that came out. In I don't know January. that one. I don't think oh, I've heard that one. Gotta go, I have oh, got to go back and listen to that oh, one. Oh, yeah. Good one. You want to link it in the chat? You know what? Sure. Please do. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a relatively new one, and like I, 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 I was, a, I, I heard like he sent his demo for like the first, uh, his first album, and mm. like, it's it's pretty good. This one is like a next level. Slapperino. Oh yeah. Um, mm. And also Hyper Thanks. Dream Sync, which is uh, Final Ghosts uh, alias with Tabaros, and that's. Um, oh, what's oh no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick myself. Sef oh, Sephiro hmm. is, uh, it's a combi- uh, combination of the mix, mix up between the two. Um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, uh, if I was to go through all these and, like, pick up, like, the, oh, and, Chan uh, where's Chance? Good, goodbye, future fuck, by Chance de la Soul. Oh, oh, yeah, that's a really I good love. album. I love the artwork for that album, too. It's real I, fun. I'd say it's a striking I, album. I, general, I think it's overall. like he's, he's got, he takes this sort of the future funk tropes, but yet does the, the avalanches, yeah. like, take on it. Oh, it's nice. So, I like that a lot. He was in a live really stream like not it. too long it's ago, really and people good. were saying really, really good things like that about album it. a lot. I'm going to have to check I, it out. I, I, you know, and he's one of those artists that you know he sent he sent in his demo like a like, like I check demos like usually once or twice a week. Um, Good man. And he was one of those demos that like sent one like you know ten minutes before I I listened to like the first three tracks and I was already emailed like I, yes get right. Because because sometimes sometimes you get people like sometimes if I wait too long I wait like a week to respond to somebody I wait like a two two three weeks to respond to somebody because you know I, I mull it over you listen to it like your demo for a while. And I think it's like sometimes you're like you're unsure, so you're like, mm, yeah. yeah, maybe I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll listen to it a couple more times. I'll think about it before I email them out. Um, he's really sorry is that I just like heard it was like, get this boy We're releasing over that here. Shit. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. I, I recently, I just had a, I just had a demo come in the other day that was like that. I, I, I got it like at four thirty, and at five thirty, I was sending them an email. You know, mm. very nice. So. Um. Yeah, I, that doesn't happen all the time, but I, I wish I wish it happened more often. But uh, yeah, I really like the Pursuing Paradise albums that you released. That guy gives oh, yeah. me big DJ oh, vibes. Yeah. Chris, have you heard the Pursuing Paradise albums? No, but I'm. I'm it's can remember. like I'm I feel like it's it. almost like listening to a DJ set. He samples oh, a lot fun. of modern material, and it's fun. it's yeah. all like just effects that you can find on a DJ mixer. Oh, oh, I'm definitely gonna listen to this. Yeah, I, I, pursuing I, paradise, I man. Of, I listen to a lot of stuff. I gotta have to make sure. I, maybe this one's under my radar. I'll check it out for sure. Yeah, that's, I'm excited. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, like I, we did a. I think we did a um, Bizcaz classics back in the day when I was still hand making tapes <clears throat> for that one. So, you know, what's? It's, can, can I ask you? Um, can you describe what the worst sounding demo you got was like? What's the worst sounding <laughs> one? You don't well, have to say I who mean, it is. Just what's, the sound, what's like one that you hear? You're like, oh no! Like, well, he, he, here's the thing. 
if if I if I, I, I usually listen to the first track, I'll if they send me like a playlist, I usually yeah. listen to the first track in full and like if it's like an intro track, I'll listen to the second track. Right. Uh if I'm not <laughs> captured by if I'm not captured by like, the first few tracks, <laughs> I'll skim through the rest of the tracks to see if there's anything or, or like if it doesn't like because the thing is, like, I, I like to give people, you know, as much of a, you know, a chance as I possibly can. Um, <laughs> but but sometimes you just get demos that are just, you know, I, 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 th- I think the most egregious one I got, that wasn't like, you know, some rock band trying to send something, you know. That, you get a lot of rock bands sending you things? I, well, I, I mean, sometimes, you know, you, you get people who are, you know, they, they see label and they see oh they're putting out stuff each week they must have room for someone like me you know right and, and get, well you get we well, get things you get demos from like rappers you get demos from like rock bands or whatever you know i just maybe they like, just I'm, see that you're a popular record label and they send you these things uh-huh yeah um but i think the most egregious one was I just somebody shit. who who i think literally took a couple of already vapor waved songs Ooh. And like vaporwave, the vaporwave songs, like like Chuck Person, Macintosh Plus tracks, and just, I mean, either slow them down too. more, <laughs> and add like some like I, I mean, I, I couldn't tell if it was a, a jo- it was it was probably a joke that they sent in. Yeah. I hope I really I, I really I pray. So. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, other than that, I mean, I think it's like I I, I get a lot of good demos. I get a lot of demos that I imagine you get more good demos that you just you don't have a room for or don't exactly fit the label or you I, can't exactly. release and you get oh, that. Exactly. I bet that's kind of how it is. Well, things like I, I I do get a lot of like actually genuinely. The thing is like it's 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 hard sometimes because I have to. There's artists who I'd like to work with, and there's artists I no one sell well and so it would just basically waste a week you oh. know where i i because things like if, if if i'm thing man it's a real thing is, but the thing is like you know there'll be artists that you know i want to give a chance regardless and i'll give them a digital release you know yeah. to see if to see if because if that takes off then i can get tapes because things like tapes aren't that expensive but at the same time if you're sitting on them like i've had like a couple handful of releases that you know i really i really liked personally i was yeah. like you know i was like screw it i'm gonna put it out regardless because it's a, a genuinely good album and then they just flop and no Damn. one buys it I, and i have the tapes for like i i, I think the the worst selling tape uh i had for two and a half years and i only ordered 50 copies which is the lowest oh. i usually go for uh, so that was, like, and I, I don't already subsidize, like, ship them out as, like, whatever, like, I do Black Friday, uh, yeah. sale, where you get, like, the two for ten, like, <laughs> mystery tapes, you know, I usually put in, like, a, a, a scratch a dent copy, and maybe, you know, if I have a, a different forming release for that year, I might put one of those in there just to, you know, clear, clear our inventory, otherwise, you know, they just sat there, and it was sad, Damn. because it's a good help, but just didn't, didn't, it didn't, didn't hit, click. you know. Didn't click. Hey, what do you think? That's a shame. People, what do you, what do you, do? You, who do you think, um, like, what do you think the reason is that the, that the albums don't work? Do you think it has to do with, like, the, the artist doesn't push it enough? They don't have a strong enough presence? Maybe it's just not right for the time? Like, so, what do you think is the thing? There's what do you a think number it's... of things. There's a number of things. I think one is artwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we just talked about it on the last stream. You yeah, think that matters. saying that on the last one. He said it was the Our, most Artwork is, is the most important thing. Yeah. Pretty wild, huh? Like, I think it's like, I, 
the first two Chancel Soul Alps, I mean, the Alps are great. I love the Alps. Yeah. But they 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 took a while to sell out because the Alm artwork wasn't really, you know, flashy. It wasn't really gotcha. interesting or saying really anything, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Um, so the tapes sat for a while, even though the, the album was doing numbers on, you know, rate your music. The one album, you know, yeah. shot up the charts. Um, and and that's the thing. Like, when he said in, in his, uh, the third album, uh, Goodbye Future Funk, um, he said it with the original artwork for it. And, uh, I polite, lightly, uh, offered to make an edit of it to uh, make it a little more um, appealing to um, make it look better along with all the other releases on Business Casual. So, like, you know, it's quality standard, you know? Gotcha. Um, So, you know, I I offered that and I, I feel like if it had the original cover, it would not have done as well as it did with the updated cover. So, artwork is very important. You know, mm-hmm. it's I, I, and and I I'd have Seems to, to be the consensus. You know, yeah. you get a Keith Rankin painting as your you or know, Lunitas artwork. You know, exactly. You, you know what's gonna go, go well. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, people out there who make art come to the vaporwave scene you you know we well, you, yeah you are very that's, important to us absolutely that's the other thing that's the other thing it, it depends on what the artwork is if you if you get some like furry artist to draw you you know a furry character like in a vaporwave scene i mean i don't know how well that's gonna do but you know you got artists like mayor who's got the little bunny rabbit dude you know and uh you know yeah, those things pretty quick you know, <laughs> I feel like every single little story you're telling, there's somebody in your mind that you're referring to, and so I love that. I think what an interesting thing to talk about right now is um, one of the things I found too in regards to art is it's not even just the artist. Sometimes the artist is very important, but like a really good like understanding art direction is really important. Like where to place things, how to make the whole release harmonious, like. I, when I re-released, hold on one second. So when I re-released Skeleton Lipstick, my album, Glows the Melts, like I had originally just, you know, trying to mock, I was going to have like Wave Racers or myself, like mock it up and like did, you know, it was, it looked shitty. Like it was, it didn't have the, the textures of the black and white that were on it. It didn't like the, the, the writing was just like on the side. It was boring. You know, the, in, the interior was just random photos. It was so like, just cause it's a cool skull on the front. Like it needs to all, like the whole packaging has to be, uh, you know, has to be a piece of art, right? It has to look good. It has to not look like amateur hour. And so like, I, I eventually I was just like, man, I can't, I can't do this. And I like, I hadn't, I hadn't spoken to Joe Cutry in like years. Because it'd been on like like I don't know, the Glows of Melts came out like 2012 or like the beginning of 2012, and he was the art director for it. Like he put together the release on Airlines, and all of Airlines releases were so beautifully like crafted and put together. And it's all Joe Cutry Simo. who did the art direction, who did the art direction for them, like for like for surfing or for just Glows of Melts or Bewildered mm-hmm. Beast's work and like all that stuff. And it's brilliant. Everyone loved the way those things were put together. So I actually went back and reached out to Joe Cutry again and you know, got back in contact with him. And now he's like in advertising, and like. 
you know, I was like, I need you to please work on this. And now, like, Needle Juice is going to release it on vinyl. Like, I need you to put together, like, a vinyl release for it as well, designed like this. And he's just like, yeah, man, absolutely. And, like, you charged me a pretty penny. And I'm like, oh, this is expensive. And then I'm like, but then I look at, like, oh, it's, it's so important. It's even more important than the art. Joe's not even, like, an artist. He's an art director. Like, he sources things, puts them together, creates the textures for everything, where the words go. You know, he adds things to it. Like, I'm looking at it right now, like... Like, get it, like, you know, like, copyright 2021, play at this RPM. Oh, damn. You know what's I mean? he about like, to get? What's he about to get? I already know what it is. Hey, why don't you put your copy up to the screen so we have a visual aid for anyone who hasn't seen Ooh, Glows Than Nuts? me? Yeah, you. Okay. Because yeah, there might be a few people who don't know what you're talking about. Let me tell you right about. now. Let me tell you right now. This shit's fucking nuts. Needle Juice Records are mad men. They put together the most sturdy, high-quality vinyl releases and vinyl packaging that I've oh, yeah? ever seen. It's better than most of my professional <sighs> records. Hold on a second. So, like... Wait, that's your new album. Well, it's um, the re-release of both of Oh... Chris, I love your shirt, whatever that is. That looks super cool. It's uh, R2-3X's. Uh, oh, my it's God. R2-3X's you got to stand up so we can see that. I will. I got one thing at a time. John, why doesn't John show his record first? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I got to open it up. Because that's got like a beautiful, like, yeah, it's man. a beautiful design. I, I have that album on vinyl as well. It's a beautiful design. Like, my <laughs> thing is, I, I designed this whole, the things I, I, want, to, I want to show the interview. I don't have the thing with me. Uh we got my my uh, last album, Alone on Lies. Yeah. I don't know if you can really yeah. get to look on this side. Alone on Lies. There we go. On yeah, beautifully designed. Final. The the cool thing was the inserts with all the you know special thanks. Oh man, said, that's some all, great all font names. work. And then we've got the the uh, April seventeenth, two thousand two uh, text block. You know. Um, yeah, you, her, you know, be all the, all the fonts, all the colors, all the cool. That's so sick, dude. Logos and stuff. I mean, like that's. I think it's it like, makes every track seem super exciting. Well, the, th- the thing is, artwork for me has always been, like, sometimes it'll come even before the album comes. You know, right? Uh, I remember Deep Dark Trench. I've seen that artwork for from you know, because uh, okay, I, I getting into you know that for a second. Uh, Deep Dark Trench, the 9-11 out, the mm-hmm. Chris Chan out. Yeah. Um, has the image of uh, Sonic Chu and Rose Chu behind the American flag, and I I saw that it, this was around the time when Chris Chan, there was like a documentary and something on YouTube that was blowing up, and all my roommates were watching it on the TV delivery room. And, you know, I, I, I knew of Chris Champ, but I didn't really know the backstory of it. And just hearing this, this, it, uh, truly a tragedy that is their life. And, you know, you know, feeling bad, feeling sorry, and feeling just like, man, this, this kid's been, you know, knocked down, you know, kicked with the, his teeth in, you know, not literally, but, but right. you know. Yeah. And... You know, I was looking at the artwork. There's there's something so innocent and so pure about at least some of the earlier stuff. Some of the later stuff gets a little raunchy, <laughs> but like some of the, the earlier stuff is is what I'm talking about. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, it has this childlike innocence to it. And you know, I saw that. And I was like, I got to make an album around this image. 
Mm-hmm. Um, That's that, wild. Like, I mean, like I, I think I had, I was working on a couple of tracks around that time, and I was like, how do I fit this into this? narrative and that's how I, I, I built that around the whole 9-11 concept you know mm. um, so yeah that's mm. artwork is for me very important and you know I, I work with a lot of artists on business casual and you know sometimes I've made like, a handful of albums I've uh, made artwork for um, not not a whole lot recently um, you did the one um, Lynn's having uh, album cover, yeah? <clears throat> yes, back back in the back in the day, yeah. Yeah, you're quite yeah. the graphic well, I really designer, like that man. Album a lot too. Uh, it's well, like the two I long did, tracks. I did the desired album, the one with the Sailor Moon hand. Yeah. Well, oh, I, wow. that was a screenshot, but you know, mm. uh, I was I was still the, I was still the one that originally the cover for that was supposed to be just some generic picture of Sailor Moon like some window sill or something and I was like yeah we can't we can't do what this no, also, this also, this you sampled that cover art the, the 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 no the yeah the, the image is, is more evocative in the way that you frame the hand like that it's important that's how art works you know what I mean it's exactly. not just all about making the fucking picture that's even what I was saying about the art about the art direction earlier about how you can have a great picture, and now how are you going to make it work on the actual packaging? Like, how are you going to make your packaging interesting? Like, exactly. I was going to say, like, this is, like, the glows, the melts thing right here. Yeah. Like, this shit is nuts. Like, this OB strip. Oh, yeah. It's not, it's not really even that. It's just, like, if you look at, like, the design on the back. The way oh, yeah, it's great. The, the, the sizing, you know. Yeah, the size the absolutely. Up the gatefold, Ooh. Pictures. Oh, yeah, the gate fold opens up, and then like it's what's crazy is like the little things on here, like playing it at what RPM, and then like artwork, the way the things are written across it, and then and then yeah, there's also like you know the insert right here with the lyrics on the back, like yeah, and it's thick cardboard too. Like Neo Juice yeah. is insane. This is thick fucking. That cardboard. looks like a story I want to hear. This is like this is this vinyl is fucking heavy. I don't know how they're pulling this off right now, but these like these vinyls are crazy Damn. that they're releasing. Like this, this is thick fucking cardboard. Um, it's you know, uh, it's Fuck. not like bargain bin. Like it's crazy. Like I highly recommend, guys. Everyone, don't sleep on Needle Juice Records because they're they're releasing that uh, desert sand. You know, desert sand feels warm at night. Uh, LP soon with the sand inside it. Like, Ooh. This is a fucking crazy record label. Guys. That's nifty. <laughs> like they're really crazy people. I don't. I wouldn't sleep on them. Like, didn't they and just get an office? Yeah, they just got an office. They're they're interesting. Uh, keep an eye on these guys. Anyway, uh, art direction very important, right? Like very I would. Important. I hate it when I get like you don't want to get an album and like shit's like spelled wrong or like the font is boring or it's printed poorly you or know it's I mean? like empty and doesn't play at all. It's oh, amazing oh, that we put together these things in this scene. This is so fucking DIY. Funny, like funny it's story. crazy. But, uh, but, the first, the first record I did the art, uh, uh, like layouts and stuff for, uh, was for Ozcob's label. Uh, of Bedlam oh, um, tapes. Bedlam tapes. Yeah, I love Bedlam tapes actually. By the way, that's oh, a yeah. great. That was that was oh, one of the. Yeah. It was I great. think Bedlam tapes is one of the best record labels that's like ever existed in vaporwave. Personally. But uh, uh Spring Rain by Daniel Sandler. Uh, yeah. I did. Oh, the it's a great album. Oh, it's a great album. And I did the. The, all the labeling and I spelled his name wrong on the spot. Oh, no. Damn! No. Oh, oh man! No, it's awful, and I feel so bad, so <laughs> bad. Because uh. like, like nobody else caught it. Nobody. And I was like, 
No, it's it's do fine. Not, do not trust me to spell things right. Okay, no, please it's spell fine. it. I once released this EP a long time ago on like this record label that was called like uh, Pizza Box Records or Pizza I can't remember, Pizza Society, and like they definitely like for the first time they put the first print of the album they did that they released before they realized that they, they put the second run was like it was definitely said Skeleton on lipstick. Skeleton on. <laughs> yeah, or ske- no, it was Skeleton lipstick. Skeleton. It was, it, Damn. Like, there was like two L's. That was stupid. I was like, oh my god. Oh whatever. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll never admit it, but there is. A, there is a spelling error. Uh, I, I released an album uh, back in 2016, and there is a spelling error on one of the track titles. And I didn't realize it. Neither did, did the label I put it out on. And uh, now it's just part of the canon at this point. It's just, it's just uh, what it really? is. Really? You've made peace uh, with it. Yeah, well, I mean, it's still it's still real word. That's why the spell check didn't pick up on it, you know. So uh, it's still real the, word. Quiz is saying you used the wrong discreet on the lipstick elite vinyl. Oh, I did. Yeah, maybe. That's a quiz is saying. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> Lots of people keep going back and they were going back and forth in the uh, Utopia District about that. That's fine. It was on purpose. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I always say. I got a question for you, John. Is there an artist in the scene that you consider to be an idol or mentor? Oh. Idol or mentor? I I don't know. Um, because many people consider you to be an idol or mentor, so I wondered if it kind of went a little higher. You know, I I I've looked up to you know artists like you know uh, uh, Dale Opedin, James Brown, of course, yeah, yeah, like everybody, you know. Um, but I I mean the thing is like it's. I see a lot of people as peers to be playing. Yeah. I, I I don't really. Good a lot answer. of the artists I, I work with, I, I some of them I even look higher than I look myself. Even though I I I may have some you know popularity, I may be you know, I may have been around for a while. There's definitely artists who, you know, have been around shorter times and deserve more than what I've I've even got so far. You know, um, maybe that's what's the word like imposter syndrome. You know, sus, but uh. <laughs> I think everybody uh, feels that way, though. You know? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure everybody's got that sort of sense of, like, you know, oh, this other guy's better than me, you know, whatever. But, you know, well, I think everybody actual... feels like they're like, oh, man, I'm, I'm, like, I'm the one who's not that good. Like, everybody feels that way. Like, I'm the one who doesn't deserve the credit, or I'm the one who should well, be doing well, uh, But that, 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 that's the thing. You know, I a lot of my work is more conceptual than it is sonically, you know, proficient you know i've got i've got my own sound to it but at the same time i mean time, some people really like that you know exactly some people really yeah like that's it. what some people you know, are really I'm, looking I'm gonna, for i'm not gonna look a gift horse in the ha- mouth and just say you know no thanks but at the mm-hmm. same time you know uh it, it, it doesn't always feel like i've earned it so much I, even though like i know i have though but sometimes yeah. i just don't feel it because you know you just you, you just don't sometimes um but as far as you know, people I look up to. I mean, again, I see a lot, a lot of people as my peers. Cause things I've been around for a long, long enough that I feel like a lot of my peers, you know, are are you know at the same level I'm at, or you know, higher or lower. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're not far apart. There's, 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 <laughs> I say this all the time. Very humble. There's no real hierarchy. There's, you know, there's a very right. small difference between like the smallest vaporwave artist and the biggest vaporwave Absolutely. artist. Absolutely. Like, this is George like, Clinton says that a lot. A, 
It's true. Well. It's so yeah. true. Like I don't. I will. You're both. I very clearly right. remember. I very clearly remember George not like having a following. I very clearly remember him like really struggling to sell out that first mirror kisses pressing. Right. Like that took a while. I remember being crazy. He was even doing it. He did it on his own. I know. Like this is a thing. You know what I mean? And also, that's just the years I've known him. It's not like he wasn't making music a long time before he even started doing mirror kisses. Probably. Look at Death's Dynamic Shroud. James and Tech, they've been making music for fucking years. Mm -hmm. In fact, they were like, you know, Ohio. Was they from? Is that right? Like they just do bands and they're like 14 years old. Prog rock, like going through so many different phases until like they're like 30, and that's how Nick Stroud works. Yeah, I I mean, it's it's weird how some things work, people. Like there's a lot of people who were like doing some just. I mean, like look at you for example. I mean. What were you doing music-wise before, you know, 2012, you know? Before 2012, like, I was, like, still trying to fucking play acoustic music. I was in, like, an acoustic guitar phase. I was like, well, maybe if I put, like, some, like, if I, like, run it through tape decks and make it distorted, I can play, like, interesting acoustic music. I can be, like, um, you know... uh, Like Sufjan Stevens or somebody like that? Yeah, a little bit like that. Kind of, yeah, actually. I know you fuck um, with Sufjan. Or what's their name? Um, You know, uh, fuck, what's the name? Uh, No, it's... Sun Tongs. No. Um, I can't remember. Just keep talking. But yeah, I was doing that. And then before that, like I tried to do like electro music. And before that, I was like in punk bands or hardcore bands or like emo That's or cool. angular punk. Yeah, I was doing a bunch of shit. Um, but it wasn't my voice yet, I guess. You know? It's like, it's funny. I started like making, just like goof around in FL Studios in like 2010, you know, 2009. Um, and... Like, I, I feel like I, I have a lot shorter of, like, a a thing to where, like, I found, like, where I sort of belong, you know, quote-unquote. Yeah. And even though I'm still, like, finding the sound, finding the sort of thing, you know, at the same time, um, like, I, I remember there was, like, t- 2011, I think I put out, like, seven albums, eight albums, you know. Oh, I was a- pumping, a- pumping wow. them out, you know. Yeah. Well, these, like, they were all shit. First of all, I mean, there's maybe maybe a good one, maybe or two in there. But at the same time, you know, it's like, I'm glad I got through that phase where you, like, pump out a lot of music. Right. The prolific phase. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Alex G. That's what I that's what I meant to say. Alex Alex G. G. I was like, I'm trying to be like Alex G or something. Maybe, you know. Well, yeah. But anyway, yeah, you just pump it out. But then, I don't know. How how do you feel about where you're at right now with, uh, you know, with your voices, with music? I, I, I wish I wish I was a little more comfortable with producing my own music rather than specifically sampling because um, I'm, I'm working on a new album. Nice. Right? Yeah. Uh, it's coming along. It's got uh, got quite a bit more to go, but I'm I'm hoping by next year it should be out. Um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping to finish it up at, by you know. You know, Q1 next year, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Um, But at this point, you know, it's... uh, I'm trying to work in the original stuff, but it's it's hard to do that with the sample stuff because I'm so used to work with entirely samples. And it was easier, like, not using any samples at all for the last album. And just, you know, going full into it. Mm -hmm. Um, But then it did perform as well as I hoped, and, you know... And I I get it, you know, it's it's definitely um, an acquired taste, and it's definitely uh, 
not my most. It's it's definitely a first album in that sort of. Well, sound. you know, here's the thing: is um, you know, people have favorite albums. Like I have a lot of favorite. Al- Maybe they have. It could be people who like it a lot, but they just don't listen to it every day. You know, like remember back in the day, yeah. you would, like buy a CD and it would be your favorite band and your favorite CD. This would be your favorite album, but maybe you don't listen to it every fucking day. Like my favorite film is like 2001: A Space Odyssey. I don't watch it every day, but like Spotify yeah. creates this culture, Bandcamp, these streaming strats create this culture of is if people aren't putting your song on constantly and experiencing you constantly, then oh no, are you really doing well? It's bullshit. Like I, I, I think it's like I, it's it's not even that. It's just that. Whenever I look at like great new music, which I, I know I probably oh, should don't do that. <laughs> That's so the worst. Or never. I haven't looked at that website since 2012. I'll never look at you're it. You're talking about rate your music? What are you guys talking about? Never. That is a, not a good place to go. If you're an artist, it's not a good place to go. John, do you go to rate your music? Other people, it's well, not a good place to go. I, I went on the other day and I, I saw a, a oh, I'm, I'm on a list. I'm on oh, a no. list. Oh, oh shit! I'm on a singular list. By like you're the only by... entry on the list. No, no, no. I, there's okay. other people on this list. Uh, it's it's entitled problematic artist. Why are you a problematic artist? That's well, crazy. Well, I, I, well, here's the thing. I'm sorry. I do not trust anybody who names their album "Social Justice Whatever" and "No Lives Matter" to be a decent person. And that's it. Should also, be noted, should also be noted. He sells NFTs. Oh, we should also be noted. Wow, this is yeah. recent. All right, we're oh gonna have God. to end this broadcast right now. He sells yeah, NFTs. No, we have to end this broadcast. Oh, Christ, got canceled. We gotta get him off. You know who else is on this list? We got Eminem on this list. We got uh, Ozcob. Why are you on this list? Sewer slut. Yeah, Smart. man, sewer slut. Someone's oh, so disappointed you know, to hear man, about that. I, it seems like a lot of people have a bone to. Well, I don't know. I mean, here's the thing. I just, I don't really like all these people to me that you've mentioned. I just, I don't know. They don't like, I don't like, what, what harm did they really cause at the end of the day? You know, like, really? Not that much, honestly. <laughs> just, if you don't like them, ignore them. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's the thing. I mean, like, they're not, I, I wouldn't I, call them like problematic. You know, can they, can they be, can any, can maybe a few of those people you just mentioned be irritating sometimes? Exactly. Yes, they can be, definitely they you can know. be irritating. But um, but I don't think that. This hey, is you like, should link the list of the chat. are on a goddamn Twitter thing. Like I don't know, they're not doing that much that like could bother you that much. Just fucking block them if they're irritating. But like, I don't think like there's actual problematic things out there. There's actual damage being done by real people who are saying horrible things and doing bad things and making people feel horrible. And um, they're the problem. And I, I don't know, want to diminish I, them by putting price the on is, there. I, I get I get this person's sentiment where they feel they feel like you know back in 2016 a little bit different of a time you know I, I named it now no lives matter you know uh, I mean you're allowed because, to put here's the thing you're was it a hard paper album though because of the backlash that that got I named my next album social justice whatever you know it's sort of a a clap back. Listen, that, irony I mean, is okay. Irony is okay. But you're just poking Heart fun. It's okay, not, too. It's not in, in the current. It is. It's it not. is. It is. It is. Irony is okay. I mean, being Christ, mean spirit is Lord not. Confirmed. But irony and also, listen, man, the world is a sad fucking place full of death and horror and sorrow and the concept of like human rights that we take that we have right now that's a construct and it can be removed at any 
fucking moment. You think you're born with rights? That's a concept that happened in after like the fucking enlightenment and other random times throughout history. But there are multiple times where that's gone and you're just fucking meat for the fodder. You know what I mean? Like, so let's not pretend like that we have to avoid the dark subjects and the irony and the and, and confront the sadness and depression that's inside ourselves and the, the concepts that maybe nothing does matter once in a while and we've got to fucking sit with that reality and not be babies about it and we got to be mature and we got to understand that like that's a, that it's okay to have the darkness and to explore that to expunge and purge it from yourself to expunge and release it through art you know what i mean and to a little gallows out. humor never you know hurt I mean? anybody Listen, mother. Listen, I'm not gonna stop reading. Like, like there's a lot of fucking darkness in like Wilton Burroughs, and that's my favorite art. That's my favorite author. I'm not. Listen, like, I get a lot out of that. You know, you push out the evil. Lingua Ignota is my like my favorite. One of my favorite absolute artists. All of her songs are about suffering and violence and pain, and like they're very vivid, haunting descriptions of it being sung by a woman in an operatic voice, who's a classically trained opera singer, mixing it with black. Noise I remember you music. talking about her last week. And like that shit expunges that removes evil by acknowledging it you know what i mean and making you fucking deal with it uh okay anyway <laughs> hello hello oh, howdy we good all right someone else can talk for a moment now, i suppose I'm, I, I'm getting I, worked well, up. I was just saying about music like i i uh Every, I, I know you hate sad, probably shouldn't go on there, but like, I mean, for, <laughs> there's for, good for, stuff for, on there too. People write like, really beautiful things. I mean, if too, you got thick skin, why not? Like the hard, well, the mean well, things because, hurt too much for me to go there. Well, no, well that, that, that's the thing. I mean, I, I, I view it as a place to gauge what am I doing right? What is oh. it that people, you know, are, are looking at and, and hearing and thinking about that I'm doing right? Because the thing is, I'm not only making music for myself, you know, I've made very personal albums, and, you know, AOL was an experiment, and a personal album, and a, you know, something I wanted to do for myself, you know, clearly from the sound of it, it's it's not something that, you know, I, I would have put out if I didn't, you know, have at least, you know, some faith in it, Hope, hopefully that it would do well, but also that, you know, it was a story that I wanted to tell, because, I mean, I'm still young. I don't have that many stories to tell, you know. I have to, I have to, you know, sort of pull from something, and you know, I'm very online, so it's, it felt like a very, I think it's like it came out last year, which was a very topical, you know, everybody's online, you know, everybody's mm -hmm. in their home alone. I thought it was a really good album. I really liked it. I thought the themes were very apparent, and it was a very, very well done, well done. I, 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 I think the problem with it coming out last year was that it was a little too real. A little too. I could you know, see it definitely too cut pretty deep. Yeah, you know, I could see that. And you know, but that's important. Hey, exactly. You know, I and and, and that's. I don't know. Uh, all I would say about writing music is, is it's it's a ga it's a gauge for me what I'm doing right, what I'm doing, you know, wrong. And clearly, with the last album, I got a lot of uh, a lot more one star. I, it, it, it performed worse than such as just whatever, which was intentionally made as to be like a bad out, you know. Wow. <laughs> as like a joke, you know. Um, so that's I mean, modern performance art, man. Yeah. Um, that being said. That being said, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. So, 
you know so with the next album do you think you're going to do something that sort of com- do you think you would like combine the two concepts of like the or- the orchestral work that you make with the last album maybe combine it with some of the you know the discordance of the samples weaving in I, and out through it like would you consider uh, something maybe that's like, that a pretty cool idea actually I, i've been i've been trying some of that i think that would be really to, cool to be completely honest at least with the concept i'm going with on, on this one so far yeah. i i because right now it's broken into like two segments mm-hmm. you know a sort of you know a more like mellow like classic like sort of you know like a, a little bit like a bit of like new and old old christ mashed together and then it's got the segment Perfect. of just like you know uh 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 Frasier Wave-esque tracks. Yeah. I like um, that album a lot. So, it, it's... it's at, at the moment, it's... it's it's. I don't want to give too much away or anything, because, you know... It's, Do you it's have a title yet? In the works. Still in the works, yeah. Uh, Someone in chat I, asked. I, 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 have, I have a working title. Ooh. I don't know... Like it, it, Right now, I have a title as how, AD. How AD? important do you think an album title is? It, it, I think it's like... What I've learned is sometimes it's good to have an album title that's a bit... I mean, that's why I named the one album No Lies Better. Because, I mean, it's a cool name as well as it's good at... Like, somebody looks at that and it's like, uh-oh, what, what, are, they, what are they talking about? Right. You know? So, <laughs> well, I, I mean... I like saying, uh-oh. I like the quiz says yeah. sometimes an album title will make you problematic. Like, this album's naughty. Uh-oh. What's yeah, gonna happen? Also, it was... Funny, like, even, you know, Needle Drop was, like, this, the title. Oh, this is a great title. I'd be like... You know, now, now I'm sure he'd be like, oh. Fuck it. Yeah. Let's misspell that one. Yeah, let's misspell yeah. it. <laughs> So you think an album title? So you think so? You think a, a striking album title is is important? Do you think that's like it, like it, what do you it, think it, makes it, a good album title? Some okay. Uh, there are a lot of vaporwave albums that are very generic. A lot of vaporwave titles that like that are very generic. Yeah, I just said that. You're not um, wrong. And I feel like. It, it really does come down to the artwork more than it comes down to the title. Hmm. And the title is, is important because if it's just called, like, I don't know. Random I'm, I'm Katakana. I'm currently working with the artist to put out a, an album sometime this year. Um, and Art. the t- the title of his album they sent in is the same title as three other vaporwave albums that have come out in the past couple of years oh no so, so, so i'm like hey you know can we rework the title can we change it up you know because one of them is already on business casual with the same oh name. man so i'm like oh boy wait is it named <laughs> fuck business should... casual 87 uh i it it might be I... uh we'll never know we'll never know wait 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 what was your question Oh, was it album title me? Uh, how important is an album? Is a good album title? <laughs> I, I thought was she, she were asking. I made a joke. Who? Mike Tanay has that oh, album called oh, "Fuck Business I, Casual 87." I think that like there's okay, some okay. albums that have like, like when I think of a really good album title, oh, you're good, you're good. like one one of the in the vaporwave blurred. I, I do think of like albums that have really good titles like uh, you know, "Death's Dynamic Shroud," you know, "Try Living," like this, right? You know what I mean? Okay. 
think you know, that's a really know, good album here's, title. Here's, and Prom example? King is a really good album title too. Actually, let's hit five. Yeah, oh, you yeah. know? No, no, True. no. That, that hit fives is an example of a bad title. I thought it was a, a good great album. title. I, I it's stuck it's in my head the minute oh, I said damn. it. I was like, it's I'm, I'm primed for fun when I hear when I hear the. I mean, I I I, I get primed Prom for King. fun when I hear that title. King is is a great title. Wait, hit what is? fives. You don't think Hit Vibes is a good You think Hit Vibes is too generic sounding, maybe? I think it's way too generic sounding. What does it say? What does it say? What does it say? Well, Prom King is a better album title, and because it really matches the theme of the record. Hit Vibes, I guess you might be right. You know, I'm not sure now. I don't know. It gets me primed for fun when I when I hear the title of it. But maybe that's because I really like the album a lot. You know? Exactly. Well, that, that's the thing. Sometimes out, the thing is like it comes down to the artwork and it comes down to the music. The title is is sprinkles on on. It's true. But you want good sprinkles. You don't want the sprinkles to be flavorless. You want them to add a little crunch true. and flavor, like you know, <laughs> deep fantasy true. by Surf. He's a great you know uh, but, album it, title it, that it, matches the picture. But the thing is like Space if the ice World cream 2000. Is, if the ice cream is good, you know, you don't care if the sprinkles are that bad. You know, or if the, that's true, but don't you? you know, but you want something to be perfect. You, right? you want, want it to, be, to be you perfect. want to have a good album, artwork, and title. Like, uh, okay, another example. Well, I mean, it's it's less. Okay, John Claw's uh, Dark Web, great title. Wish that's the tracks had. Wish the tracks yeah. had. You don't have names. Uh, like names. <laughs> yeah, like zero, I, zero, and, 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 and I get it. He he. Like his his thing is he's not good at naming out tracks. I get it, but that's like an example of like I mean like it's it's just so hard to look up a track from that. It's like oh, which one was it like five or, or six? all the Telepath albums? Oh, I you know what I I Telepath nice guy uh, interesting guy um lot lot of music. He's he's one of those artists who you know like he his my 2011 is like his you know. From like 2015 to 2017, where I just kept putting out albums, like 50 yeah. albums a month, you know. Very prolific. Um, but um, nothing, nothing wrong with that. It's just for for me, I, I, I'm on I, uh, Alone Line was album seven, and now he's on like album like 38. Oh you Jesus! Know, yeah. In the in the course of like, and like that's why I'm happy. Like I put out all those albums at another alias, on yeah. another sort of sound. Like sure, I had two Christ albums in one year in 2013, but since then it's been an album a year, if that. You know. Right. Yeah. Would you listen to an album called Wacky Wonky Windows? Wacky Wonky Windows. Um. Depends on the album it, cover, maybe. You know. You, you know what? If if it was abbreviated as WWW, you know. Uh. Or or or. or or like eyeliner some kind of like interesting like turn on it that made it sort of clever. Exactly, like you know, like like you sell it as WWW and like you have like on the artwork like, like you have like this you know really you know I can imagine artwork for like that would be. Like, yeah, let's all talk about what we imagine it would be. Okay, well, I'm well, thinking well, like an oh, FM okay. skyline cover, like early nineties rendered CGI. Wait, wait, okay. All right, so you say like an FM Skyline cover. So John, what do you say? Because I'm gonna say what I think uh, after that. What, what's the hell again? This is fun. This is wacky wonky windows. Wacky wonky windows. Okay. What, what does I, the album what, cover what look what like? I'm thinking of is you know how um, the the Black Banshee music videos for uh, Black Banshee one zero one right? Where yeah. Like the window coming in. That's like, such I'm, a I'm sick in, album. In, 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 
great series of music videos um, and great album. But like having like a window similar to that, but with a bunch of like emojis or maybe old like chat icons making W's out of mm. things like like sort oh, of man. sort of thing, like a bit high, like a white. T- so like the white rare background. emoji collection video. I, almost like that, and then the bomb in like some sort of like sans serif font, you know, mm. wacky you know, www, and then under that like in parentheses, wacky windows, you know, and you sell it as www. But like it's the actual like w dot w dot w dot right you know because right. the things like wacky was it wonky, wonky windows I wondered what you windows. said a minute ago was wacky woman of windows wacky, wacky <laughs> woman of windows oh I love that famous Czech New Wave film uh, all right so is it my turn yes okay so when I picture the cover for wacky wonky windows. I picture Wacky Wonky Windows to be, you ever buy, remember back in the day when you would buy those CD-ROMs and they would come with like a, like 50 games on them and they were all these short-term pixelated games and you got you oh, yeah. buy these things and you have like 50 freeware games? Well, I picture Wacky Wonky Windows to be one of the terrible freeware games on there and maybe like the cover is like, you know, you're clicking and you've opened it up and you have like the screen for Wacky Wonky Windows and it looks like one of those games, but maybe it's like slightly off like the like the faces look a little too the eyes are a little too far apart the background looks a little yeah. bit like sinister you know what I mean like you know it looks a little buggy it looks a little sinister like the faces of the characters don't look normal they look like you know like twin like you know like yeah. like, a, like a little David Lynchish kind of right something just kind of unsettling like but you don't know what it is yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Something like that. Like there's, it looks like yeah. one of those things, but it's a little off. And that's what I picture Wacky Wonky Windows. This fun game. And it's I a game that got buried in the desert. The it, 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 is this like an actual thing somebody's working on, or is this like just a... like a? Yeah, where did you come from with Wacky Women of the Windows? Wacky Women of the Windows. Um, yeah, now that is a projected porn title. Open, and well, I'm trying to articulate my, 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 my thought on, on how, how it should be like now. Lux has now Wacky Wonky Windows in her apartment. And I said the other night, that sounds like an FM Skyline or an Eyeliner album title. Oh. And so we're trying to get them to collaborate now. Wacky Women of... And the track titles would be Wacky Wonky Windows 1, Wacky Wonky Windows 2, Wacky Wonky Windows 3. Got it. It's going to be amazing. That sounds... I can cut you in on that if you want. Oh... I'm very tired. It I happened can't. here. <laughs> I actually would love to just participate in something silly. I mean, it's not there yet. I've got too much backload of like things I have to get done, music and professional wise. That's how do you manage uh, your time, John? Like going like, do you have like a? You have said you do. You check the band. You check your email like twice a week, and then like you have your routine where you go, go to the mail office, drop off everything. Like, do you have this like kind of down to a science now? Like, do you like you uh, do this, 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 that, this, 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 Recently, it's a lot. I, I don't know if you guys um, know this, but a lot of like places that are doing records, tapes, and stuff, their turnaround times have been shit. That's what there's I've been heard. a lot of complaints lately. But I've heard of that. I've a lot of it can't be now. controlled. Yeah, I've heard this. Uh, and, and the problem is, like, I like I ordered. I'm, I have a record ordered for was a, was originally ordered for. Um, uh, July, mm-hmm. and now I'm gonna have to put it out in September because I'm not gonna get it until maybe, maybe the end of August. Wow! And I, cause be I tried a new place because I was yeah. I was told the turnaround times just better, and yeah. 
they're, you know, they're they're not they're a little more expensive, but the turnaround times are better because it was like a twelve to fourteen week week wait or like an eight to ten week wait. And I was like, oh, let's go with these guys. I'll try mm -hmm. these guys. I order it, and now it's like it's like a sixteen week wait and Jesus, sixteen to sixteen to twenty week wait. I'm sorry, it's twenty and, week wait. Whoa, and that's, that's almost half a year. year. Thirty year. Jesus. Mm. I, I, it seems like they, they said they'd probably get it to me in the 16 week turnaround, but if they can't. It's it like, when, when, I, when I think it's like, you guys know how Bandcamp works, but you know, uh, like things just go on top of each other and they only yeah. go away once you ship it, you know? Yeah. So when I put out something every week, uh, I can't really ship other things out yeah. without having to go through, like, move everything down because I, I, I do everything. I do everything like basically order by order. Like I do batch orders for like U.S. orders, but yeah, uh. it's it's just it's been it's been a lot more difficult this past couple months because you know I'm also trying to get the albums in as soon as I can, but also I I get a lot of like I'm getting a lot of albums that are like, hey I'm working on an album. Oh that's great. Oh it'll be done by this point. Okay that's great. I'll pencil you in. Oh, I need more time. Oh, I need more time. Oh, I need more time. You know? Oh, so people and, have been like, I'm going to be done by then, and then they're not done by then. Well, well, that doesn't help, because normally normally when that happens, that's fine, because there's yeah. still enough time, because yes. I, I usually schedule them like ahead of ahead of time. So right. I get order the tapes, and everything's in. Worried. Uh, uh, everything works. But now that, you know, there's a huge delay on physicals getting to me, yeah. it's, it's, it's it's not fun and it sucks and Sorry. it's taken it takes it takes a lot it takes a lot out of me you know I've, I, like this past like couple months I've just been like it, it, it's felt more like a job and less fun than it has like even the past couple of years of doing this because I mean legendary shipping isn't fun but I mean you, you still feel good about it afterwards now I have to wait weeks in order to ship stuff out like I had I, I used to be able to ship without within like two weeks of an order you know, because, you know, I, I guess I'm waiting on tapes, but now I have to sit out to a month, and I'm like, people don't want to be waiting a month for the fucking tapes, Bro. you know? But things like, what can I do? I, I, I'm waiting, I, I I'm think, waiting. Sounds like being a label owner isn't a lot of fun. Yeah, right? I, it's hard work. It, I mean, especially... It, with physicals, that is. Physicals. I can't... I, can't yeah. be, I think it's a small miracle. It's a small miracle that people... I can go online on a band camp and, like, order this Vaporwave albums, and I receive them. Like, that's crazy. Like, this is so DIY. This is, like, being... This is such a cottage industry being run by people who just care really deeply about art. And, like, it's crazy that I can, like, that these that this works. Like, I couldn't even believe it when I like, this, this started up, when people started I, doing tape labels. And, like... I almost you, wish I was I was back to hand-making tapes, because the thing is, really? like, at least... I, the thing is, what I used to do is I used to... Since I was making, like, you know, 10 to 20 tapes, 30 tapes max for release back in the day... Yeah. Uh, what I would do is the Thursday, Thursday night before uh, the tapes go live, I'd hand make all the tapes. Nice. Wow. I'd come back from class, you know, I, I'd, I'd go to the basement, I'd hook up my MP3 player to make the master tape, and then uh, mm -hmm. dub all the tapes and put all the stickers on, print all the labels out, uh, package them all up, and get them ready to ship. And then Friday comes along, they all sell out. I put shipping labels on it, drop mm -hmm. off the post office on Monday. It was great. But, uh, yeah, now now it's, uh, put a tape out, uh, wait for, well, order a tape, 
Oh, hope it comes in on time. If it doesn't, then I have to wait another week. And if that next week's tape isn't in on time, that's wait another week. I it's it. It's just been frustrating lately, and I, I'm hoping once, because things like uh, duplicate it's duplication.ca and yeah. you know they're in Canada. And Canada apparently is a lot more. Uh, uh, they're not as open as the U.S. is as far as gotcha. you know uh, COVID restrictions. Mm. Um, so that's been harming a lot of that um, and making it hard on them as well as I'm sure it's not easy to get all this material sorry at least some of this material these days yeah yeah, um, yeah it's just been frustrating <laughs> you want to tell them a story about uh, what you told us before we went live when you made those tapes oh yeah the the, the, the last <laughs> big batch of tapes I made was Big Spizbox 1 and I made, I believe it's 600 tapes, because there was, it was a, it was a, it was 200 boxes with three tapes in each. So 600 right. tapes. Right, it's like I a mix make, of them. Exactly, that was, uh, it was uh, Summer Love, no, it's Summer, no, it's, yeah, I think Summer Love by Dan Mason, uh, uh, July by Syllabus, and... What's the third one? Syllabus. Summer theme. Miss Syllabus. Oh, God. Yeah, who, Syllabus kind of disappeared. Yeah. Oh, you just... Uh, they're doing okay. her, right? Miss, miss her. Yeah. Wait a sec. What was the last one? her. I, I, I didn't know that. I think it's like... I, I know. Thoughts. Uh, uh, conscious Thoughts, Sun, Sea, and Surfing. Uh, nice. All the Syllabus tapes went out blank. Oof. And I and I didn't realize that until uh, they were all sent out and done, you know, with. And Ugh. so at, it was at that point I was like, "Fuck this! I'm yeah. done handmaking tapes. I'm hiring somebody else to do this." Uh, uh yeah, I do want to say more. What a nightmare! I couldn't yeah, do it, I had, man. I, I, I don't know. Fun. I don't know how you label guys do this. I, I couldn't. I can't do it. I can barely even send that goddamn glows of the melts tape to fucking Lux. Like, I can't, I can't, I'm not good at these things, and um, I don't know how you guys do it. I don't think I could do God it. God bless you. <laughs> you gotta be very, very organized, I can only imagine, and have a lot of space. It, be, it just has to become your job. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it is a John. Like, yeah. It's a job. It, it is, is a John. It, uh... A John job. Yeah, I mean, I think it's like, I I got lucky that this started taking off when I was finished with college, because, uh... Yeah. It, it, it's it's been great the past like couple years. I've been doing this pretty pretty much full time. I do like freelance work on the side, but you know, yeah. less less of that these days. Cause I've been, <laughs> you know, I what I, I I've been I've been doing the business catch thing. I've I've gotten back into art. I've been doing the NFT thing now, um, and now I'm also doing the funny net thing with the boys. You know, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. disco and yeah. 3D. Um, so. I mean, I don't know. It's. Do you, do you ever just like say to yourself like, I'm done. I don't do this anymore. There are days when I'm like, you know what? I think I I, I don't feel like it. Yeah. I'll just I'll just chill. Things like I, I I feel like it's been this past like two or three months. Something clicked recently. Something, nice. you know, just sort of like not not clicked, but like something like 
you know, I just have this sort of like a uh, uh, wave of sort of uh, like what's what what what's going on with my life? I mean, I'm, I'm going to turn 28 in September, and you know, my 20s are a couple years from being over. You know, I, I can't, I can't, I can I keep doing this for the next twenty years, and then the next ten years, next five years. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I think it's like I, I don't know how much longer vapewave is going to be relevant enough to make this worth it. Because I mean, I'm still able to sell tapes, still able to sell vinyl. You know, um, for now, but I don't, I don't know how long it's going to last. You know. I guess it's always um, like that. The feeling though, it's probably it's been that feeling since it started, right? It's been that feeling. When I I mean, they've been saying vaporwave is dead for seven years. I, I, I changed I the like... name of the label in 2014 to sort of uh, 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 what was the word like diversify the portfolio. Yeah, yeah. Of you took the 87 off. Yeah, well, I got the I got the URL, which was sort of like a like a lucky find, like just the right yeah. place, right time. Wow. But also, That's really you know, you got that URL for business casual. I, I I rebranded from from that from being a vaporwave label to be an internet music label because I it's didn't fun. want it just to be a vaporwave label because I thought vaporwave was gonna be dead. You saw, I we saw, yeah. you know, chill wave and sea pug mm-hmm. in which house just die out in a matter of like a couple of years. You know, less than that. You know. It's, um, I think what's funny is that like you changed it. It's like what happened is like you know you you know you reformatted to you know it be internet music and then like. I know Vaporwave also reformatted to being internet music, like just to absorb. I, yeah, Vaporwave has changed so much. Which I so knew much. it would, and I knew it fucking would. Like as soon I, it's as great. we started using the word Vaporwave, I knew right away. I'm like, that's a cool name, and that signifies a cool concept underneath it. You know what I mean? Of like the the mystery. Of I would listen to an album called not Vaporwave. existing, a promise that doesn't come. Right, and I was like, that's cool. And that means something deep. I, it makes it feels like something, and it means something. I'm like, it's gonna eat everything. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's gonna eat. I like that phrase. It's gonna eat everything. Well, recent, recently, you know, I maybe, maybe uh, I think it's like my numbers aren't going down. They're, they're they're pretty much you know staying or you know slowly climbing at this point. But the, the the thing what I see is, I see a lot of artists moving over to hyperpop. A lot of people who would be coming to vapewave. Are now going on into the hyperpop space because it's it's inspired by a different generation of nostalgia. It is, you know, and that's true. You know, because the thing is, we're only getting older, and you know, there's only so long we can keep up with this shit. You know. So, so you're right, a little bit. You're definitely right. They are moving to, to hyperpop, but the thing about the hyperpop and the difference between the hyperpop and the vaporwave is that you know you've got a specific sound that you need to be to be hyperpop and that's fine but it's going to be eventually going the same way as you mentioned with witch house or chill wave you know what i mean like it's going to go in that direction as well because it doesn't signify enough Whereas Vaporwave, the phrase itself carries power, you know, the same way the phrase of punk or goth carries power. Like, it just, oh, it's just, it's it, it's an underground music. It will remain an underground music. The way that you get it to maintain is to do what we're doing right now, which is the record labels, the media outlets, the live Evolving. events. The, um, well, you know, it's expanding, right? It's lateral moves and then, mm-hmm. like, in, involving fashion, involving artwork, you know what I mean? And then, yeah. you know, absorbing other Creating influences. Creating a lifestyle. Like, yeah, I mean, like, you can, like, I don't know, like, people 
I mean, they're gonna also listen to Hyperpop, but like their aesthetics, they're gonna. That's like it's all kind of very vaporwave because vaporwave really takes. Hyperpop is very narrow. It's narrow. It doesn't have. It's kind of painted into a corner. It will paint itself into a corner um, if it's not already doing that. Uh, well, but you'll the, the see. Like, well, I'm already, vaporwave, I'm already vaporwave proper it. Has, is, is in a, has been in a corner. And the thing is, like, sure, we have these offshoots of Vaporwave, but a Vaporwave as a, as a genre has been in a quarter since it first started. I mean, you know, I mean, sure, mm-hmm. I, again, you have these, like, I, 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 as much as I hate to say, you know, something like, you know, uh, uh, a birth of a new day. You know, I'm not, a, I'm not a huge fan of the album, but I mean, like, that, that Damn. sort of album, conceptually changed the put the fire for that one Isaac you know <laughs> uh, the whole timeline that's Christ's hot take you know yeah it, well I mean like seriously but the thing is like it really it really did change a lot of things it, it brought in the concept of you know sort of um that sort of like the sort of ambient nostalgia drenched sort of sounding music right. could be considered vaporwave well, well, hold on. I mean, like we had things like skeleton before that. We had a lot of like weird. I, but it was still, it was, well, that was still sample based. That's the thing. Yeah, he brings well, up about well, well, original, original co- concepts. Original, uh, original, original uh, work. Original, you know, compositions. Compositions could be considered vaporwave. That's that's what that's what really you know. I mean, just, sure, sure, there's other artists who, who had done it, but that was the first thing that really... and myself and oh, yeah. a lot of other artists were considered vapor and vapor error as well. We're considered vape and, you know, we're considered vaporwave. And I mean, I, I, not everything I, I, is. I mean, there were original compositions with that. I mean, what I'm know, saying right? is it like it's just like how, it wasn't different. It sounds like the ambient, the, the real ambient point, stuff. Make it Macintosh plus was the first vaporwave album, but we considered it well. as as you know the sort of album that like brought main, like uh vaporwave out from like the shadows you yeah. know that that's this that's what birth of new day did for vaporwave as, as far as you know bringing original composition t- into vaporwave as being the forefront instead of the samples you know and just having the sort of nostalgic tinge yeah it kind of like a, like a left turn you know, I, I always thought that the interesting thing that uh that that album did a lot too was with a lot of other dream catalog stuff was bring the uh the sort of cyberpunk aesthetic into it the sort yeah, of like that too. blue and dark the sort of influence like, like something that looked like runner nighttime you know what i yeah. mean but uh you know it was that's not a, that's a positive album actually like in its energy i, I think you know uh i mean it, it needs direction interesting like, but, I but, but, again, but what, I, what I'm saying is, like, I mean, without without that album, without that sort of, you know, big zeitgeist sort of, you know, event there, I mean, mm. I, I I think Vaporwave would have been dead, you know, a couple yeah. years ago, you know. Maybe. And, Interesting. And, and that's, and that's why when, you know, in, like, winter I... of, like, 2016, 2017, whatever, you know, they were going through the hard vapor shit, you know, I was, I was just about to bring that dead. up. That was going to kill that shit dead. dead. I, I swear, you know, I, I was literally, this is like, as soon as, like, Business Casual, they was starting to, like, really take off because they just brought the business, the, 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 the full discography thing. And I was, like, yeah. finally starting to, you know, wow, I can actually survive off this if I keep this up and keep, you know, doing this well. You know, I, I, could, I could do that. And here they come around saying, you know, oh, fuck Vaporwave. Vaporwave's dead for real this time. Those guys saying it, that, it, it, it at that point, really felt like something and thankfully nothing nothing really came of it as far as you know the end of the genre right? it, it was but, an interesting lesson to me honestly it was really an interesting lesson to me because like well i i'd already kind of like like am i like gotten like i was on hiatus because of the uh, residency and stuff but i was still always in the vape council always keeping an eye on things rest um, in peace the vape you know, council. maybe putting like a small ep out every once in a while but 
not really promoting much. And I do remember th thinking after that happened, and then it was fine. And then I was all of a sudden listening to like George Clanton's first album after he stopped being Mirror Kisses. And uh, you know, I remember being this was fun. And then you know, Death Dynamic Shroud started to become more popular. And I remember thinking like one person doesn't have power to do anything mm -hmm. to do to ruin a movement at all. Like one bad move can't ruin a good movement, can't ruin a good concept. This is bigger than anybody. Nope. This is bigger than everything. This is now like it's out there. It's in the zeitgeist. It's in the it's it's in the you know it's in the uh, the protoplasm of the internet. You know what I mean? And it, and it moves along with it. And pretty cool. And uh, yeah, I remember thinking like, wow, and yeah, here we are again. And now it's like, you know, we, you know, it's 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 doing fine, you know, and it's it's getting bigger. And uh, I, see what I, happens. All, 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 all I'm saying is, you know, I, I think I think we got to really sort of keep on our toes. We really gotta, you know, keep up You're with right. it. You know, we really gotta. The thing is, if we we rest too long on our laurels, if we don't have another moment like you know, birth of a new day, and sort of like changes the concept of, you know, yeah. what it is, you know, then. It it will fall the way of C punk and and yeah. hyper pop, you know, if you say. I, I, I don't think hyper pop is gonna be an overnight got thing. It. I think I think it's got it's got some legs. Because it's been if you, you Oh look I didn't at say it's an, I didn't want to say it's an overnight thing. I don't get me wrong. I didn't want to say it's an overnight thing. I think that it will hit a wall probably though. Do you know what I mean? In the way that it's probably not as resilient do. as Vaporwave is. I think, that like, it, I think it'll hit a wall, and then they'll, like, you know, uh, and, and, it'll be scavenged. Uh, PC music, that has been going since, like, 2012. You're not yeah, wrong. Music. Good point. It isn't new stuff. I mean, it's thing is, it's only now hitting the mainstream, and it's hitting the mainstream Good point. more so than Vaporwave ever did. Most, the True. hardest Vaporwave ever got was the MTV 2016, or uh, tw was it 2016 or 2012 or somebody? It's like some music awards. They had, like, like Vaporwave. Seapunk inspired stuff. Yeah, Azalea Banks yeah, had that it was, uh, it was, it was lone track. Perform. It was Rihanna's yeah, performance. Yeah, and they dressed up in actually. Seapunk attire. Yeah, it was, I, it was Rihanna's performance. But here's the thing. We should be so lucky that that's only the amount that it remo is, is removed from the hands of the people who, who love it. So the reason Vaporwave continues is because it's such a cottage industry, before, because it's so self-sufficient, it's got this very, like, this very big, expansive scene of artists, creators... You know, record labels, media outlets, um, <clears throat> dance parties, uh, live events, you know. What? Uh, the artists. So basically, you know, there's this network of people propping up the scene, controlling it, networking with each other around the world. And that, as long as it, it may, it should be, we should be so lucky that it is only siphoned away from us in that, in that degree, right? It doesn't get taken and marketed huge. Because you want it to remain in the hands of the people who love it. That's what's so cool about Electronicon, was Electronicon... There's no fucking sponsors right. for that. And for the second one, there's only one Completely sponsor. Completely grassroots. They gave George a few. They gave George like a thousand dollars, and then like he like just used it to make the stream better, basically the live stream better. That's what it all went towards. Right. And like that was literally just like propped up on the um, support of the community. And and honestly, they thought he was crazy when he went to elsewhere space and asked for the whole venue. And they're like, they know what the fuck he was talking about. Mm -hmm. They didn't know about they kind of knew about Vaporwave because they've had like one or two events there, but they didn't think it was anything that big. You know, it took a lot of him him convincing them to give him the venue. And then when they gave him the venue, they wanted to kick us out at 11 o'clock. And we were almost not going to be doing the, you know, the second half, basically, the after parties, right, in the two rooms. We almost didn't do that because they didn't believe in it. They wanted to do another event afterwards, another techno, a fucking techno event afterwards for the late night hours. And this is after George sold out the fucking thing in, like, a couple days. And they still didn't believe it was a thing. Damn. And then he had to do more convincing. We had to do more convincing. He had to do, he had to do more convincing to get them to keep it open late and to get to both rooms to do the after party portion of it at. Like, 
So people like we should be so lucky that like battle, people man. still don't understand it, and we can control it, and we can make it. You know, it can be this other alternate reality as it should be. You know, I don't ever well, want well, it to get as big as Hyperpop. Well, then, then, well, if that's the case, then go back to the first hot take of the night, say comparing huh. us to mainstream artists, big yeah. names, stuff like that. We're never going to be that if yep. we're if we're over here being the you know judges of our own domain. You know, no. things like that's a positive thing, but it yeah. also means that you know numbers are never going to get big enough to really sustain a lot of people in this, unless unless you you know really like you know somebody like Veal Juice, right? Yeah. The things they work with multiple artists. If you're just a single yeah. artist, unless you have like a really big you know album, really big thing, a really like like you, you have that you know, you have that birth of a new day, you have that you know Macintosh Plus, you know release where it's just like big you i it, it this is going to be a side gig for a lot of people you know? you know what i don't know how we completely ignore this but uh you know the sunrai kid was like yeah young bay bay is making moves you know there's upward momentum and it's true and he does and he yeah. still identifies vaporwave and he still talks about that a little bit i'm i'm just saying right now like i i, I like i like the man okay, i this, like this, this, so that's one that's one but not everybody can be that not everybody has to be that but it's there true. You know, yeah, I wouldn't I, want to. I wouldn't want to be that. Like, I like the idea. My dream, you know, is just to cultivate like a subculture following, and I feel like that's longer lasting. You know what I mean? I like the idea. Of, like when I think about like you, you know, the the people I think of, I think of like culture critics who are also musicians, like Steve Albini, things like that. And those were always my biggest heroes. Like those kind of people, and they were like, you know, they were just like had these interesting opinions about music and art and cultivated like you know their own music and then a, a collection of artists around them and a part of movements and you know like I, I think about those people more than i think about pop stars from you know you know than i think you about know, pop I, stars i i just i i feel like i can't help you be a little bit cynical you know about all this mm, and, and maybe yeah. maybe i'm more cynical than maybe you are because i've been here since 2013 i i didn't take a break i didn't mm -hmm. i didn't yeah you've back. watched it grow I, I, I've seen I've seen every every part of it throughout the years, and you know I've seen I've seen the ups and I've seen the downs. Yeah, yeah, the parts that didn't make and, it that got pruned. You know, I, I, this is this isn't supposed to be a jab against 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 you, uh, Mr. Lipstick. You know, uh, Doctor Lipstick. I'm not sorry. Doctor <laughs> oh man. Because um, like seriously, I I mean, you know, there's a lot of people who, you know, were in the scene, you know, in the early days, and they left like you know Vectroid. You know, she mm. she completely left. You know, she was mm. doing doing her own thing, and then when she's come back, you know, granted she's not necessarily in the vaporwave scene anymore. I would say, you know, she's adjacent to it. She's like people know her for Macintosh Plus, but she's clearly done a lot more before and since. Um, for sure. But that's the thing. I mean, you know, a lot of these people sort of missed out on that sort of like dip, and. You know, that's where the cynicism comes from. I can you know, see that. that for sure. And the thing Whoa. is, like, I'm surrounded by it day in, day out, and you know, I can't help but feel like, when is this gonna explode? When is this gonna, you know? Yeah. End? What do you think, think is like, coming next? I don't fucking know, dude. The rules keep fucking getting. I know, right? Isn't that wild? It's it's I'm here for it. You got you guys are looking for like some new sounds, some new ideas. Like I'm just, I mean, the skeleton lipstick is almost done. Skeleton and, lipstick. Uh, I mean, and the side the project. Directions. I've been going in with some of these like singles and the side. You're project. riding the wave, but, man. 
You probably heard some of the crazy directions. You know, this is all influenced by me going out and doing dance parties too. But then, you know, there's still going to be also the hypnogothic sort of tracks as well. But like, you know, I, I, you know, I'm, you know, looking at the DJing, looking at the DJing combined with like my love of like things like One O Tricks Point Never and sound designs that are supposed to be confusing and strange and signify more and question reality. Like, you know, there's ways, there's places to go. Places to go. Do you want to speculate right. to we where you think it's going to go laurels. next? We cannot rest on our laurels, and we have to exactly. keep our ear to the ground, and we have to stay relevant, and that's a hundred percent important. Like that actually bugs me. Is like I worry that people, you know, a lot of people, they when they discover cool, everybody thinks that the first person to, to discover what cool is and what it means, and like then they get tied to it and they dig their heels in, and then like they miss all the other stuff that's going past them, and then one minute they're like. Hey guys, it's like that scene in The Simpsons where like Homer's trying to play like Grand Funk Railroad for the kids in the car, and he's like, "Dude, they know music attained perfection in the year 1977? Like, you guys don't know Grand Funk Railroad? You know, like you don't want to be like talking about Grand Funk Railroad. I mean, you do if you're like future funk, you want to sample something cool, but like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't want to be talking about like the cool thing you listened to in 2006 as like the end of cool. Like that's when cool attained perfection, and now it's like 2021." Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you gotta always look for, like, the, the, the true, sincere artists in every genre throughout the decades. And, and you know, they're always there. What did you call like, it? The Donna Summers of every genre? Well, I call it the Patti Smith of every genre. That's who the tattoo is right over here. I don't like, know why you I know, thought Donna Summers. There's a Patti Smith. Well, Donna Summers is great, too. I mean, just, like, you know, you got these, like, people who are searching for truth in art. You know what I mean? Regardless of the genre, there's, like, a version of them in all of them, right? So I feel like there's Patti Smiths throughout the decades in, every, in all the genres. You know, metaphorically speaking, of course. Uh, John, uh, before we uh, get too far in, Tech Honors wanted me to ask you a specific question. He wants to know what your favorite YouTube video of all time is. If you die and you go to heaven and there is a heaven and there's a God and there is a heaven computer where God goes on there and goes, this is his most definitive favorite video of all time. What is it going to be? I, I, have a, I have a video in a playlist and it's... it's uh, uh, I'm on the wrong. Yeah, fuck. Sick. All good. And you have to put it in the chat. I, yeah, I, I will. It's a short. It's short. It's short. It's to the point. You know, it's uh, fun. It's uh, here we go. Let's copy this. You know, it's uh, Tupac alive? Impossible? Or is it? Oh shit! It is. I think like 15 Ooh, seconds. I wish I had a way to. I wish I knew how to put this uh, on the stream right here, right now. You know. Uh, it, it, it's short. It's you know to the point. I will figure out how to play this. Let me see. We're gonna open. Uh, that. If you look, if you scroll up to the comments, uh, three years ago, this is my favorite video on YouTube. <laughs> you there, said there that you three go. years ago. Three years ago in the comments. Oh, it's unbelievable. It's, it's, a, it's a 2013 classic. And you know what? I've recently, I've recently found like a, a video that is rivaling this one uh, as sort of like a, a, like a new favorite. It's, it's like came out like last year, I think. i got to find it. It's also in this playlist. While you find it, I'm going to find a way to play that video. Uh, it, I, I mean, it's 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 not really... What's the word? It's, it's not like earth-shattering. It's 15 seconds. You know? I'm watching it right now. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I just I just watched it. That was pretty funny. <laughs> and, and, and here, you know what? Well, yeah, Looks I mean, like something disco holic would just love. Woo! 
Well, I mean, this, okay, uh, backstory on, on the uh, person who made the video, this is uh, Radok. Um, like, he, he's he's basically the birth, like, he's like the, the sort of, like, origin of a lot of memes you see on the internet today. Mm. Um, a lot of, like, video memes, like, just like the sort of, like, with the, like, blaring sounds, the, you know, fast movements, the cuts and the long pauses. It like he's he's like the originator of that type of quality content that you see like all everywhere these days, and that's like from like it's from 2013. He was doing stuff back in like 2010, 2011. It's the most you know? vaporwave thing I've ever heard. Well, the thing is like I mean like I I I got into vaporwave through the YouTube poop scene. So the thing is like where a lot of people got into it through you know Macintosh. Why does that not surprise like, me at all? From my era, you know, in like 2013 era is when I got. In. Um, so a lot of the stuff, like, I was listening to, like, okay, my, okay, my, my introduction to Vaporwave is three things. Sleep Dealer by One Tricks Point Never. Mm. Smash TV's Memorex, uh, video mix. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, 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 Torn Hawk, or not, Ooh. no. Is the, is the is the artist, but the, his Luke Wyatt's music video video mulches is what. Oh my God! Me. The video mulches. I have not seen those. Are I they love good? the video mulches. He did that guy would do awesome. Oh, I loved him. Ooh, I got There was check another person out. named Babe E, and I can't remember what their original name was, but they would do these weird like cool videos like that as well. They did them for like games and for um, you know uh, uh, Ford and Lopat, and they did like a Strawberry Skies video. But the video mulch stuff was amazing. Uh, that guy did, like, music videos for this one artist, Publicist, who was, like, the drummer for uh, Mercury Rev. And, like, that album's still on, on YouTube, and, like, I, I still I, watch it all the time. I, I, I the video mostly was amazing. Was, uh, me, was, that got me... It was a lot of those YouTube videos, too, that got my head turning for different types of ideas in, like, the presentation of media and what it could signify. And for sure, like, I definitely was watching those video mulch stuff. Or I think, and I know that you like this as well, as like VHS head and things like that. I love VHS, love VHS. head so much. Uh, the, thing, yeah. the, thing is like, the thing is, like, VHS head was, like, sort of like my peak YouTube poop era. Like, the sort of, like, the stuff I was listening to where I was just really getting into the stuff that was, like, really more dense. Like, basically yeah. a, a denser version of the stuff I was listening to, like, the funny shit I was listening to. But yeah. uh, I, I put in the in the chat... The, the me and me video from 100 silk uh time of love that that music video I, I saw that on fucking network awesome uh it was like a website that had basically like curated playlists of youtube yep. videos yeah classic video mulch start where it has taste like making the, the, was so the, the important name, so it does then. like a little like the name of the song at the bottom like the mtv credits with the static and the pause this is uh yeah i know this video very like, well like, like this this song but this this music just just it's my first introduction to this and it sold me yeah, on the visuals I... the visuals for like the sort of like nostalgia like drip but also had this digital digital sort of like uh uh, uh um God, well, what's the phrase for it when they do like the glitchy things and it bends into something else? Come on, somebody know it. Data moshing. Data moshing. That's right. Yeah, I I a hundred percent was watching all those uh, video mulch videos as well. At uh, big influence on me, just big recontextualization of you know media and how it dissolves and you, how you can repurpose stuff. You can't film your own things, but you can repurpose these things. You know what I mean? Exactly. And like you could do it in an artful way. And honestly, that shit still hasn't been matched. What is it like? Tw like. 11 years old now that yeah. it still hasn't I have fucking a fondness for that early 2010s like type people stuff. haven't even come close to the skill and creativity level of matching that 
Nobody's even come close to it yet. And and, and, like those were the things that sold me on the like visual. Because things like I'm a very visual person, and especially during this time, it was more so about the visuals than it was about some of the music. Because the thing is, I was making music very similar to vaporwave for a long time. I just didn't know it because it didn't Mm. exist yet, or I just wasn't in that part of the internet. I was slowing down stuff, putting two things together to mishmash, like uh, chopping, screwing stuff up. I mean, nice. I was doing that sort of stuff beforehand. But yeah. what did you call it? I, I plunder phonics. Yeah, like nice. negative you know, like avalanche like type stuff. Yeah, exactly. Or like the books. I mean, well, like, I, it, it was a little more uh, uh, what's the word? Um, amateurish compared did to you, like did you, you know, John. Man, John, but... did you listen to a ne- do you listen to Negative Land? I, I I have a couple of the records. Yeah. I figured. Yeah. I've got, uh, I think my favorite is probably uh, Helter Stupid, right? Helter Stupid is really fun. There's also the Pepsi one that I really like a lot, where it's like all I, themed I, around I, Pepsi I, commercials. I, I have not I heard of this, so I'm going to need to check this CD out. At like a local record shop for like a dollar, so I picked it up, but I haven't listened to it yet. Yeah, Negative Land is great, but Helter Stupid is, religion is stupid. Yeah. Religion is stupid. I, I <laughs> so, love that album. I love the, Negative the, the, Land. The, the beast out of that is, is so fun. It's yeah. It's so fun. Um, but, um, but that's, that's the thing, like, I, 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 my introduction to, to Vaporwave was a little bit different from everybody else. I, 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 a lot of people tell me they, like, I, it seems like, I feel like I got, like, at the right time, you know, I got in early, like, it was still early enough that, like, you know, you had, like, the big names, you had, like, a hundred, not, not, so, you had, uh, uh, Fortune 500, which was... Mm -hmm sort of like the you know main the mainstream sort of uh uh vaporwave at the time and it was sort of like sort of like like the like the, the center of the of the uh you know the hurricane basically exactly you know and those releases on there is you know where i sort of based off some of my like early releases on like the sound wise you know trying to capture that sort of like not necessarily like warbled nostalgic type stuff I, exactly you know just my technique wasn't as, you know, uh, uh, profound or, you know, earth-shattering as some of these other, you know, artists who were doing stuff there. And, you know, I, I know I sent in a demo and they, you know, uh, you never got back to, they never got back to me. So I was like, oh, you know, fuck these guys. I'm going to make my own label. And, you know, uh, clearly, you know, in, in running my own label, you know, I know now that, you know, you oh, don't answer Oh, man, every Fortune demo. 500 slept on Christ. No, no, I, I, and and Lux, I see you in chat. Don't be sorry. This is a good thing. You know, I I would not be where I am today if I uh, if I didn't send that demo and said, you know, oh, because things like I was also like in in like my freshman year of college, I, I immature <laughs> asshole. Yeah. You know, uh, spiteful. You know, yeah. oh, I didn't hear back from them in like two days. Fuck up. I'm gonna make my own label. You know? I think we've it's all, been all about there. me. Everybody's. It's yeah. all about my experience. In it's the not world, that these people are busy. Kid. It's that they it's hate they're me. Busy. It's not that like they don't have time to respond to everybody, or maybe they even just missed it. Now nah, yeah. it's all about me. How yeah. dare yeah. they cross me? Exactly. Like I, everyone's like that when they're 18. You're not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You know, I think. Well, not everybody. Like Windmill's pretty cool. He's awesome. Windmill. But that's that's the thing. I mean, I I I because the thing is, I already had two labels I started beforehand. You know, and I was, I wasn't new to running a label. I kind of knew how to do it. Nice. Um, I wasn't great at doing it, but I, you know, I, I just got lucky with how business casual ended up turning out. Because <laughs> um, I was originally on another label 
uh, break bit records or, or raffle tracks, some people called, or was what it was called earlier on. Um, and they used to do compilation albums every year. And so my thought was, you know, I'll, I'll get a compilation going, get hype around people, you know, get like some new artists and try put out something, you know, a couple times a month, you know. And eventually got to the point where I was doing it every Friday. And then I've been doing that for past eight years. It's hard to believe um, it's been eight years, man. I know you and I were talking eight, the other night. I, I figured out about you guys pretty early on, and I've loved every minute. Yeah, yeah I, it's it's been it's been quite. Discaz one hundred uh, came out like years ago now. Yeah, well, we did. We just passed what three hundred or four hundred. You got to put out Discaz three hundred, man. Wait, wait. No, uh, Quiz is oh, saying I, that would never. Can I ask my question for a third time? Asking for a friend was his was his question here. He says, to Quiz ask has asked a lot of good questions, and I am really well, sorry. Okay, oh, what's the what's the question, Quiz? I, I don't want to. I don't. Quiz said it. something earlier about the percent of vaporwave that is music and the percent that is visual. Let me see if I can find that question. Quiz always has we the should, best we, questions. Shout out, we should, Quiz. Yeah, we we should do some questions because it is getting kind of believe it or oh, not, yeah, guys. Getting, it's like it's almost been it's been two we hours. We are almost. Get some questions in. Let's get some questions from the audience. Oh, here it is. I found it, guys. Is vaporwave primarily a music musical genre, or is it more? What percentage of vaporwave is the music, and what percent is visual art, etc. Etc. Meaning like not just visual. Yeah, forty sixty. Music's forty. Everything else is sixty. Wow. wow. I would say sixty music, forty visual. But that's for, still for pretty lot, close. Lot, I mean, people, you know, okay, you look at something like Sunday, like the fucking Simpson wave shit, and see how that blew up. That's all true. Visual. Absolutely. Like, I mean, sure, the music helped because you know, you know Blake Banshee's fucking great. Uh, but home yeah, residence. That was all down to the visuals, you know. Uh, I mean, there's there's all. Uh, to go off on on a uh, 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 Simpson wave, I think it, I th maybe it's because I was already knee deep in vaporwave at that point that I completely missed because I I didn't realize how big of an impact Simpson wave had on you know getting people to the community. You really did a lot. You really I, did. Crazy. Because like, there's a handful of people who have, I've asked like what was there in and they said Simpson wave. I'm like, what? Like, cause like it's in, it's in like the Wikipedia page, and I'm like, when I saw it, I just saw it, and I just fucking thought it was fucking. It was insane. on Vine. Uh, yeah. So oh, that's a hot take uh, right there. Gonna, I'm, I'm, honestly, yeah. there's like How a lot. That a hot take. Simpsons Wave is lame. It's basically taking you know popular vaporwave songs and putting a filter, just filter on the Simpsons episodes. And I mean, like it's it was just it was so lame. It was so. So, <laughs> I think that the phrase Simpsons Wave is kind of a stupid phrase. True. Some of the videos I kind of enjoyed when they like, it looks like it's like Ned Flanders is just really depressed and like cuts back and forth between like and see his wife die and like, oh, yeah. there's, like they cut random clips in to like make this a really like the recontextualization occasionally amuses me. Like the word, the phrase Simpsons Wave really irritates me. It's really stupid. The idea of calling Simpsons Wave like like a, a thing is really stupid but sometimes there's an individual piece that's kind of funny for me to look at but like that's crazy that people try to make that a genre make that like a, a like a representation but at the end of the day that's kind of people's in usually some kind like, of stupid well, meme right exactly, a, a stupid exactly. meme is just, yeah right you know I, I i i i again i'm i'm hating on it because like now looking back on it you know even back then i was like 
I, I knew of it, but I didn't. I, I didn't realize how big of an impact it was. But uh, yeah, a lot of people who go to it's kind of silly. Stupid. You know what though? Like I swear to God, there's definitely a lot of people at Terminally Chill Party <laughs> that like their way into Vaporwave was Simpsons Wave. Like I know it, and they some of them have told me. And like they can't uh, hate past that now. And maybe they were even like 14 or 15 when they like first watched the Simpsons Wave stuff, right? But like, you know. The, you know, it's, it's a young audience at Terminally Chill oftentimes in like their early 20s. And I think a lot of them, like, yeah, the Vaporwave first thing was like a Simpsons Wave video probably when they were like a yeah. 14 or something. <laughs> I, I, but, They're not doing I, that I, anymore, but like, you're yeah. right. I, but that, that, that's like the thing. I mean, like, there's a lot of... Uh, what, what was I talking about before this? I, I just went on a tangent about Simpsons Wave. Um, <laughs> oh, no, I can't remember anything before Simpsons Wave now. That's oh, like, we were talking about quizzes question. Uh, what percent is visuals and what percent is music? His question was what percent is visual, what percent is music, and what percent is Simpsons yeah, characters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, but but, but that, that's what goes. That's why I said 60, 40, 60, the visuals. Because the thing is, like for for me, I had to get sold on the visuals before I got sold on the music. The music well, I was kind of already into, but yeah. the whole visuals behind it is what like I need to be sold on, like. Yeah. Smash TV's Memorex mixtape, like video mix, mm -hmm. that is it is such a perfect, you know, like like it's it's what Simpsons Wave wish it was, you know, the sort of capturing of nostalgia because things like it's nostalgia. I didn't even have nostalgia for because a lot of it is like 80s that's the best. and that's 90s great. commercials. Yeah, but the thing is like Please I still that. had this sort of sense of just, you know, yeah, yes, you know what, exactly. You know what, here, a sense you know, of law. A sense I think of something Lux is on already. So it's like it's like a sense of something that is now lost, right? right? You know what I mean? Like it's like this. It's faded. It's decayed in the same way memory is decayed. It is like it's that the the best vaporwave that's like that implants memories inside you that you didn't even have. Wow. And like <laughs> that's the best type of like vaporwave. What the best type of like like echo jam style nostalgia driven vaporwave is the kind that creates a nostalgia that didn't exist in your mind and you have memories and like longing for a thing that's not there. Right. Like I never, never I, I'm never I'm not really like I'm not like in love with nostalgia. I, I honestly am really? not. I see no no I don't really like look wow. back at much. That's I see nostalgia as a tool to be used as a paintbrush in in, in creating an overall idea of something like nostalgia is one palette then one thing to use but I never listen to vaporwave or listen to some music because it's gonna remind me of like my old micro machines commercials or my old like cereal <laughs> commercials I loved growing up wow. I don't care about that That's so I don't care about that I think it's like to me like I care phone. about what it, I care about how it could be repurposed and what it can say I care about that those makes commercials. a lot of sense though considering the kind I of music I care about you those make. commercials because I like the I, I care about those commercials because of the altered version of reality they present true i care about those commercials because like you see like someone grabbing a piece of bread from acme and like smelling it and going ah with their face like my music video for 2040 ad is a collection of the mu of commercials strung together and i remove the name of the ad so it's just the reactions of the actors in the music videos but you don't i don't have the product's name in anything and it's just oh, a string of those ingenious. together so 2040 ad is that's <clears throat> the whole thing is like and that's the whole music video for that that's the whole like one of the that, themes going and, on in the song. That's, that's what Memorex is. I mean, yeah, yeah. I love Mesh it. does a lot of it's stuff just, like it, that. It, it, it's it, again, it's what sold me on the concept of you know, because the thing is like, for me, nope. a lot of like the nostalgic sort of things are not necessarily. I it, it's the sense that things were better at another point. 
you, you know, oh, I want to interrupt one yeah. second with, with uh, Lux Elite. I use Nostalgia to escape. So Luxury Elite, with the nostalgia vibes that she's created, it's creating a whole world of intrigue. It's it's like it's not even like I'm remembering a specific thing. I'm remembering a, a different version of the world. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, like Lux <clears throat> does it really well, right? Mm -hmm. That's like it's a world. And also the other thing about Lux's music is like how personal it is, and like you can feel the energy of what she's feeling and what she was trying to communicate when she makes it. The best Echo Jams do that. They're infused with the personality and experience of the person creating it 100%. and like you know that can that consistent world that lux creates with her music it's like that's what you should be trying to do when you're doing this sort of stuff maybe uh, you know or your own version of it that is to say anyway i'm sorry i didn't like, want like, i just want to get to lux because she mentioned something Go yeah ahead. no i i my, my thing well is said. I, I i've been starting you know well not starting i've been doing the sort of like internet based nostalgia because to be completely mm -hmm. honest i'm yeah. not I, pop culture I, there's a lot of it I just don't get. Like Star Wars, I never got that shit. I don't oh, get how wow. fucking people are like wow. over Star Wars. <laughs> wow. Things like that, and not, not even just Star Wars. But I mean, like just a lot of like nerd culture, generic shit like that. I mean, like sure, I'm into like Oblivion, but you're not gonna see me go out and buy like a fucking poster. You don't have a pop vinyl you know? collection. Just, oh, what's funny though? character I have is fucking ninja and I gotta make a joke. Someone you know so you don't have but like yeah oh wait where's everybody going? What? Can you hear me? So what? Oh yeah I hear you guys. Um you know what's funny though is like I'm it's not so much the nostalgia that I'm looking for when I look back in the past. I'm looking for like the like the cracks in reality, like the shit that was like considered to be a good idea at the time and it's no longer a good idea. Like everything is terrible does a really good job of curating things that seem like a good idea at oh, the time yeah. everything is terrible poorly. Is great. like these and i always like looking at like you know like when they do a bad special effect in something or when they have like a bad way of acting or they use a phrase that no one uses anymore like like whatever booger brain like you know like stuff like like they no one ever said that in the first place <laughs> you know what i mean and like but like that was like in all the kids movies or like a dog that's like on a football team in some shitty like movie like the curiosities <laughs> in nostalgia are what interests me but i don't really care too much about like I'm not trying to go back. Like I'm really but, not. And like I'm just I'm trying to use it as part of the paintbrush to show you the cracks in reality. You know what I mean? Like, go ahead. But I mean, like going off that, I mean, I think it's like for me, like nostalgia, nostalgia is different for me. I, I feel like in a lot of, a lot of my peers, you mm. know, I don't, I don't have a collection of fucking pop figures of my favorite movies. You know, yeah. I, I, if I have anything on my wall, I have art on my wall. I don't have, like, fucking movie posters from yeah. a Legend of, Legend of Zelda or Lord of the Rings or shit, I don't, you know? I don't have shit on my wall. I don't own, I don't have shit on my wall. I don't have, I have blank walls. I have nothing. I have synthesizers. I have a television. I have a couch and a bed and, like, my DJ decks and a green screen. It's like, and, like, I, I, that's I, like, I, I, I don't baby. care. And yeah, I, 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 I have a closet full of vaporwave stuff. I need you know, I mean, a closet full of vaporwave merch. Yeah, baby. I need, I need, I need something to look at to enrich my life because I, I, I get no sunlight. I live in a fucking basement. Oh, you know? I, my mind so. is just too fucked up all the time. Like if I, I, I can't, like I'm just. But, I can't but, but that's the thing. I mean, for, for me, when it, it comes to you know, the recontextualizing of things. Like, sure, I have my things I'm nostalgic for, but I'm, I'm, I'm not the type of person who's gonna be like, you know. Oh wow! Oh! <laughs> over, over, like, like some. some <laughs> yeah, I really know, want that. I want that. Someone clip, clip that. You know. But, I, but then, <laughs> That's going I, in the next I, ad. I feel, like, I feel like there's yeah. a lot of people in the in the scene that that are are looking for that type of nostalgia. 
Well, uh, you know, and at the end of the day, I guess that's that's fine. That's their way of interpreting, and that's great. And if that gives them pleasure and happiness, you know, what do we, you know, right? Like, I don't do it either. I'm not. It's not my thing either. Um, people like disappearing into another world. That's why people like, play like video games. Isaac, build Lego. Isaac really, like Isaac, you have your Legos. You really love them. They give you joy. You, you feel happy with them, right? Yeah. When yeah. I can put you know them what? out. I, I maybe my thing is. I, I I don't necessarily like escaping too often. That's actually I, my, good, I'm, dude. I'm, That's I think really you might healthy. be a little bit like me. Christ, so John, you might be a little bit like me, where you know, I'm very much a very fire and brimstone sort of person as well in viewing like the, yeah, the world sometimes. And like I choose to like think like that as well. Like I, I don't like escapism too much either because I'm just like I'm constantly thinking about the gravity of reality and like what how what it means. It's, it's, and, less, like, it's less because of that. I think it's like I've had hard times in my life. Okay. And to be completely honest, I I'm not in those hard times anymore. I'm I good. I'm fine. I have no reason to escape. I, I'm living a, a a solid life. I could be eating better. I could be exercising more. I could be getting out, going on dates more, but you know what? Right now, I'm fine. I'm good. I have no reason to escape this. Because, I, I mean, like, I, I have no reason to escape. So looking into these sort of, like, topics, it's, it's why a lot of the topics I I, I make albums about are, are, are darker than how I feel. Because it's the only sort of, like, way to get any of those sort of feelings out in a way that feels real. I don't. It's my way of escaping yeah. by telling stories of you know sort of sadness and and oh, mm-hmm. sort of like destruction and sort of you know um the sort of like hurt of the world or of mm-hmm. a person or, of a, mm-hmm. or, or something you know yes yeah. And, i like that yeah i like that a lot I, like I, that. I i just like there's a lot of people out there who are just you know they they i i i, I I'm, I'm more so talking about art now like I'm, mm. I'm less so talking about music. Do you do you not like the fact that people collect these little pop-up things because you're like, why you collect that when you could be collecting, I don't know, art or something yeah. else or yeah. yeah. I, the thing is, like, there are artists out there who are making art for art's sake, and then there's companies who are selling pop figures of your favorite movie that's multi-million-dollar movie. You know, I I, I you know. There's there's a couple artists in, in the vape we've seen, you know. I I'm that like you know, are they they have their, you know, Nintendo characters. They have their you know Arizona iced tea and their art and stuff like that. And you know, at one point I would have been like about that Fraser wave that era of it. You know, part of it was trying to you know sort of take what was working in Vaporwave and add a visual behind it. But it had to do with like me. Like I I really I liked Fraser. Fraser's great. It's a great show. <laughs> But like, there was only one of those albums where I, I I did that because like after it worked, I was like, okay, I don't have to I don't have to use that as a crutch anymore, mm-hmm. you know. Interesting. Um, you know, I, I I could I could go and try to tackle something a little bit like great. I I don't think I really got anywhere until I got to like No Lies Matter. Like I I tried some mm. tried some stuff, you know the you know seven years later and uh, New Wounds, but I don't really think it was really as you know poignant. The, uh, is, is, Disagree. Dehydrated was, is was an A tier track. Uh, New Wounds is is my third album. It's the one with uh, uh, the Jesus Jesus getting the finger like. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yes, 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 the fingers yes, yes. to the side. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Right. Um, I um, I um, 
Um, I actually really liked. Um, what was the? Uh, I really liked that EP, uh, "Sacrificial Lamb." That was a very good EP. I particularly oh, yeah. liked uh, "Something Wrong" on that. On that, I was like, I thought that was great. Yeah, and I, I again, you know, I, I guess I feel like a lot of people are use vaporwave as sort of like a. a I think also a lot of people in the same like sort of realm as B who use it for like the nostalgia for like the sort of darker meaning, darker purpose. But I feel like a lot of it is superficial. Like, oh, it's like, oh, it's yeah. creepy because it's like, <laughs> you know, it's it's Diana Ross. But slow down. Oh, whoa. It's I unsettling. To, like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard. I I struggle with, um, you know, a bit. I, you know, you gotta have radical acceptance for it to work, right? And like, sure. I do struggle with this too, where I'm like. I'll know if this is this is. I don't think this is saying anything, um, but then maybe it is, and I just don't see it. It seems like there's know. nothing. There's nothing wrong with an album that isn't saying anything. There's something wrong with an album full of bangers. What is what is Hit Fives about? What's the story there? Um, I'm sure there is one. Honestly, I'm sure I, there is one. But I'm the sure there is one actually. To, um, to, to to me, to me, it just sounds like a bunch of bangers. You know. And, and things like there's, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with having an album that's just bangers front to back you know <clears throat> sounds like you know it sounds like the voice of someone who has figured out what they're doing when the in the in, in with this music it sounds like someone because there's a lot of interesting like there's like clips in it from um oh my god the, that Woody Allen movie which is like a musical as well and I can't remember yeah. the name of it which is like a little bit about like kind of the, the movie's kind of about day to day life and uh what's it Manhattan? You know, no, it's not Manhattan. It's uh it's a late it's like from the 90s. It's I think it's everybody everybody says I love you. Oh, okay. You know? And like I don't know, it feels like a bit of like a like a manic spell the album. You know what I mean? Like it's like it I does. got it. I figured it out and then I've it probably the was. Mania. You know what I mean? It seems like that. And um about, it seems like a very bright future when I listen to it. I've heard that yeah. it's dark too, but uh, I heard that it's dark as well. But I don't know. It could be both. It's probably both, you know. But um, Prom King is a pretty, uh, pretty, pretty clear. What's I can you can hear what's going yeah. on in that album. That's well, like, well, well, but that that's the thing. Not every album has to have a has to have like a not concept. Everything like, yet. Not the only thing is like people people shouldn't try to force it if they if they don't have it no. like in them. Like I mean I, I I keep saying this. I don't. I'm young enough that I don't have so many stories to tell that are interesting that I have to make up some stories sometimes to get yeah. a a you know a point across or like tell a story you know hmm. um I you know I, I I don't have any kids I I'm not married I don't have a boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever you know hmm. um I just at this point in my life I, I I've, I've already told a handful of the stories I can tell and now I'm just sort of going to the point where, you know, I'm I'm sort of conceptualizing other stories of like could be uh, 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 events or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I I don't know how the hell we got to this. I don't. Know. <laughs> That's welcome to hot takes. <laughs> yes, sir. Do you guys want to keep going into overtime, or do you want to? You want to ask some do questions? Our shout yeah, we, yeah. Let's we'll go. Oh, like I, a few I, more I, I'm good. I'm I'm good for whatever. I, I, I know you guys are both I, on I, Easter let's time. Let's go for a little bit longer. I I have to work tomorrow. Uh, we'll go uh -oh. for a little bit longer. Um, so, do we have any questions? Why don't we do that? Yep. If the uh, chat wants to sound off with a few questions, uh, there were actually a couple from Tech Honors Dino Hour that they had posed. Uh, Wait, are, it, where were they on, like, Twitter? or? Uh, they were on uh, 100 Piece Twitch and YouTube. 
Oh, Blashy wants to know if you'll ever do another BizCast box set. Oh, like a Biz? Yeah, uh, it's my hope to... The thing is, like, I'm running out of good, like, like releases to include in them because I've started putting every release out on tape, or just about every release on tape. So, unless there's an album that's in desperate need of being a repress, you know, I don't have any planned at the moment, but I'm sure, I'm sure there'll be more of them in the future. It's, it's, it's an ongoing thing, um, you know, because uh, I started doing them when I was making <clears throat> tapes for only a select few releases. Um, so, you know, well, Spaceship Earth, you know, I, it already got re-released on, uh, on, uh, that, that's the other thing, and maybe this is a hot take, but, you know, uh, a lot of, uh, other labels are, you know, they're going through the business casual ba back catalog and pulling the, you know, best ones, and to the point where I can't really repress them now because they've already been repressed, and people who wanted them already got them. So I'm sort of, you know, that, that's the other thing I've got going for me now. And things like, I don't own, I don't own, um, the albums I, I release up business casually, the artists don't, of course, you know. Yeah, so yeah. it's not like I can't say, hey, you can't do that, because, I mean, plus I wouldn't do that regardless. <clears throat> um, Good man. But but that's that's the thing, you know, I, 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 I've only recently started to get, be, like, into making vinyl, because, you know, I, I, I got sort of, I, I put out the first business catch vinyl in, like, 2016, 2017, and it flopped. You know, Ooh. then again, this is early yeah. vaporwave vinyl days, so Nobody I mean... Nobody was doing, like, vaporwave vinyl. Yeah, 2017 was a rough year. And right. and I didn't and I didn't choose the right album to put out first. You know, I had faith in it, but clearly, you know, it wasn't it wasn't the right one. So, it flopped, and so it sort of put a bad taste in my mouth for doing records, because things are fucking expensive. Yeah, they are. And, you gotta front a lot of money. Just they suck to ship. I, 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 you know what, if it's I never see a vinyl up. again, it's, it's, yeah, it's... I don't buy them. It, they, they suck. Uh, I love them. I collect them. I have a ton of them. But yeah, they suck. Too, but I, I can't believe people are putting out vinyl. Like, it's so... I just... That never... I never... I remember in the very early days of the scene being like, like, it's going to be nice to put out these tapes, and that makes sense for this music movement, but, like, I don't think we're ever going to get to like, a point where vinyl... There's so many moving parts, often. dude. I can't believe, like, then all of a sudden, like, I remember being, like, kind of coming back in the scene being like, oh, we're doing vinyl now, huh? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm mostly came, you know, like, I'm like, my pet flamingo approached me, like, we want to put Lipstick Elite on vinyl. And I'm like, we're doing, we're doing this a lot now? That's crazy. That's the other thing. I mean, for a long time, I didn't think it was possible. Whenever, like, whenever I hear like, about pressing plants and how they, you know, how they want all this stuff in writing, you mm. know, I was just like, Ooh, uh, yeah, that's kind of scary. I, I don't know about this, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know about this. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the thing. I mean, when you're working in a genre that's very much, you know, uh, in, in the gray zone, you know. The there's always, there's, there's always a shade, a shade of gray, you know. Um, there, there's there's got to be some fear. You know, there's got to be some risk in doing <clears> that. And I feel like a lot of people have gotten a bit cocky. I've gotten a little bit cocky, you know. Uh, and I just hope this doesn't bite us in the ass. <laughs> right? <laughs> knock on wood. Plus yeah, us, knock us. on wood, right? You, 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 you're pretty brave, man. You've sampled some pretty uh, risky material. Well, well that's, that's the other thing. And it's the reason why I don't put myself on business casual anymore. You know, personally. Like, sure, I, I've put out stuff that's been, like, sample risky stuff before, you know. Um, 
but like, it's just, I, I don't want to hold myself back. I don't want to, you know, I want to be able to sample what I want to sample, you know, because I mean, right. you know, yeah, exactly. It, like, like there's albums out there that uh, will sample um, pretty well-known songs, but they flip it in a way that it's like something completely different. And like, I wouldn't want it any other way. Like, I wouldn't want their album, like, like Lola Disco's album, uh, Girl Talk, I think is like a lot of like very well-known samples on it. They often sample very well-known things. Like like there's like songs by like Madama for like Lucky Star, but it's like it's like redone in a way that's like so fun and it's its own vibe. And I play mm-hmm. it I play it all the time when I do Terminally Chill. But like you can't take that sample away from that. That's a very well-known <laughs> sample and it's on Spotify, you know? And like um but it's so, you know, like I don't want people to not take songs that are popular and turn them into whatever the hell like Lola Disco did to that album because that's fucking brilliant. That was great. That's such a vibe. You know. Yeah. But I mean, like, hell, that's the reason why I, with my last album I tried to go all original because I was just, I was yeah. thinking, you know, hey, if, if 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 I if I could pull this off, maybe there's a chance I can, you know, actually put my stuff on Spotify and not have to worry about getting a C and D, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like, I mean, you know, there's a, there's a lot more people. Just, just putting stuff on Spotify, and I'm like, part of me is like, you guys need to watch it, because uh, you know if enough people do this, they're gonna catch on, they're gonna find us, they're gonna yeah. track down on Bandcamp I mean, or SoundCloud or whatever. There's like, a, there, there's like a whole Spotify official playlist, obviously now that has uh, with, it's, uh, everybody's on. <laughs> there's a lot of really obvious samples on it. I'm like, wow. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess I'm lucky at this point that I'm not on it. Uh, but I, also, I, yeah, I, if you, if you guys want to put me on the. I don't know. If, if I don't know who controls it. I don't know. I, I don't know how to get on it. Like I have I got one song on it and it's um and it's it isn't it is one of my original songs that doesn't have any samples on it, so but um I mean I, I, I I'm not clamoring to get on the baby. No, wave. you should be on it, but like it's just, the the only way you're gonna get on it is if you're constantly releasing singles. You know what I mean? And releasing albums. Like that's the like they're not gonna go back at this point to pull other people. Like they're gonna you have to now put out new stuff. So it's like you get on it eventually, but it's like you gotta keep being consistent and releasing stuff on Spotify I, and this I, and that. Things, like, I, I, I I'm one of those people who like I'll put out an album <laughs> once a year, if that. Because if people ask, I I, I I I prefer the quality over quantity when it comes yes. to you know, releases. Cause like sometimes like it gets to the point where like you put out so much like, like nothing gets the new DDS like uh uh uh, uh, uh tape club, but I haven't listened to all the new stuff they put out because there's too much of it. <laughs> just too much of it. I don't have the fucking time, you know. I, I, there's a lot of man's not wrong. You, know, you, you, you put yeah. out like 20, 20 15 tracks. That's for the diehard fans. Oh, this is where I come back in favor of and i know you guys will be against it but i will come back in favor of the single you know what i mean when you have a song yeah, that's strong enough or, put out the single, or and then like put out an album a year that's and true then, but it, you want to keep your audience engaged do a single or two you make it a makes song a lot of sense strong enough make a song that's strong enough to stand on its own and then make cover art for it ask an artist to do cover art for you promote it the same way you might promote an album you know what I mean? Just uh, every once in a while, it's not a bad idea to really, as particularly in the way culture is right now, true, right? True. I, you know, I, I, I've been thinking about it, but like but I haven't way, released my, I'm taking a while to do my next skeleton lipstick album. You know what I mean? I, I maybe one, when I get closer to the sound being finished, I will consider uh, putting out because things like last time I put out singles, they, they did nothing. I mean, they did oh, I really love New World. That's a great song. 
Yeah, that, that's a, that's just a, that's a one-off. I, I I made that. Uh, you know, it was a, it was it was an interesting time. I made oh, that. Uh, but you know, it's just it just really you know it's like it's like it's like what like uh, there's a handful of songs on uh, a lot online that I made that like you know when you're making it like you feel like oh you really really get into the the vibe the get into it. Uh, yeah. That was one of those. That was new, new, new world was one of those songs. I just like, mm. I was just like, yeah, I was knee deep in that. Um, mm. Interesting. Uh, wait. Oh, there's already somebody in our world getting sued due to Spotify. Oh, really? Oh, oh yeah. yeah like well, straight up sued or cease and desist. Wow. Oh, let's oh, let's 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 hope it's a yeah. Let's see it optimistic. Not right? a yeah, I hope it's. Uh, but that, that's that's suit. Yeah. Oh, damn. Bad times. Yeah. So that, cool. that, that that that's the thing. Uh, keep your numbers low. Don't tell anybody about your music on Spotify. Like I, I, I tell everybody, <laughs> I'm on Bandcamp. Get me on Bandcamp. First band rule camp. of vaporwave is you don't talk about vaporwave. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. Actually, like it, you know, you, it's, in, it's supposed to be in, in whispers. <laughs> any any yeah. other questions? Uh, any I, other questions? I don't, I don't know. I don't uh, want to be a Debbie Downer, but I think we are gonna have to finish it up soon, fellas. Oh my I've god! Got, yes, uh, I've got I got a sleepy roommate, and you guys. I mean, I'm glad you can go and go and go, man. I wish I had your uh, fire. Yeah, I, I, can, I, I, I would like to. Uh, I would keep going. But I really would too. I know man. I have to start. Y'all know I would too. I have to do work tomorrow. Like I, I would totally keep going. Um, but well, we're always. I mean, that's the thing about this show is like, there's never a time where we're like. Oh, that's enough for today. It's more like, okay, we got to yeah. stop. Yeah, oh, man. Like, I really wish stop, I could stay longer. Yeah, like, oh, we want to keep you know, talking. We've got um, a consistent viewers, but um, we like to end every broadcast with a period of time where you can say whatever you want. You can shout out anybody you want. You can promote yourself. You yeah, have the floor. Uh, I was going to say, like I do at the end of all my streams, AOL Finals is still available because, of course, they Get are. Get them. Uh, <laughs> And I'm working on a new album. Uh, I I've started selling NFTs. If you guys don't hate me for that, uh, you know I, I'm selling a lot of my older, not older, well previous work from like 2015, 16, 17. Nice. Um, and I'm working on new artwork now. Sick. If you're into NFTs and have money to burn, you know mm -hmm. you can send them my way. Otherwise, you know, uh, I'd be happy if you follow me on that Twitter because I had to make a whole new Twitter about it because I. Uh, oh, I lost boy. a huge chunk of followers just by Jeez. mentioning NFTs. Oh, Damn, my God. Oh, it was geez. it was it was pretty it was pretty Yikes. bad. If you want to follow me on Twitter for NFTs and art, just in general art. I stuff, was going to ask you the link. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. JC Zobelli on on Twitter. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's not it's not the art by orcs not for everybody. It's very like 20, 2010 dump FM dead art centric. You know, it's just. It's 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 simple, but at the same time, I like it's it. It's whatever. It's powerful. It's 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 good. It's good it's stuff. The time. Support yeah. the arts. It's good, man. It's good. It's it says something, and that's the thing about art. Is that's, that's what makes it art. It says something. Okay. Anything else you want to promote? Uh, I think that's it. Uh, business casual Fridays every Friday. Woohoo! You know, uh, new music. Love it. Week from, Anniversary Volume 8 is sick as fuck. Uh, Equalix is next uh, ne this week, and next week is 
Wiz, Wizard of Loneliness, and the week after nice. that, we got Simple Syrup. So be sure to check those out every Friday, yeah. 12 noon, Eastern Standard Time, on the dot. Nice. Love That's it. That's it. I'm good. Right. Um, you want me to go? Or you, go ahead, Chris. You, uh, Isaac. Okay. Um, as far as things that are out right now, uh, I believe I've got a song on. I have a song on the uh, Twin Peaks compilation. I'm not sure. There might be a few ca- cassettes left of that. Uh, a little jazzy synthy number I did for that. Um, I have uh, obviously Vapor Never Sleeps. This is the new single that's out right now. Um, just finished up the Pop Culture remix and sent that to him. So I guess that'll be released whenever he releases the Pop Culture, um, you know, remix compilation. I did a pretty dope. Right, remix of a, a, a Yukon. Um, I suppose Winter Quilt's remix album should be coming out at some point for Odiscordia. I have a remix on that. Um, nice. Of course, Glows of the Melts now available on Neil Juice Records. Mm. A buy copy uh, did come in the other day. It's in the oh, oh, yay! It's pretty cool, man. I think you like the the art design for it. I, um, I, can't, I can't remember which color. I think I might got the just a pure red. One. I didn't get the. That's, the no, no. You you want to get the uh, the red one. The melt one is really cool. They're both really cool. The, the melt one, I just I, I can't believe how cool that that splatter came out. Uh, and then also um, we of course have next week or this weekend, right? Isaac, isn't that um worldwide web wave? Worldwide wave. Worldwide wave, baby. So both hot takes, great. boys. I, are I've got I've got yeah exactly. I've got a set on the um, on the uh, on the stray waves portion of it. That's uh, you know pretty cool. All all my music, all a bunch of cool stuff. And then the week after that, I think is um, which we're also both on, right? Isaac Homesick Fest. Both hot takes boys participating. Homesick Fest. Yep. And the theme for that one is theme for that video is uh, it's it's a it's like a visual album representation of Glows and Melts. So check that out. It's pretty cool. It's like you're clicking through channels on like a um basically like a cursed cable station uh, cable provider so um i think that's enough i think that's about it right i'm gonna echo those last two things homesick fest the next week not next weekend the one after that i think it's a three-day festival isn't it 18 19 and 20 i'm doing a witch house set with visuals by sleep pattern who's been in the chat for quite some time you'll love to bed he did you'll love the witch house set man i know you will uh, got some old hat, got some old favorites, man. Uh, and then the next weekend is Worldwide Wave. I got booked for the Vapor Space portion with uh, an Outrun Synthwave DJ set with visuals courtesy fun. of the love of my life, Luxury Elite. Got some really fun vintage '80s commercials to be used nice. for the visuals for that set. You're gonna love it, man. Young uh, the Steve Aoki of Vaporwave. Oh man, I don't, I don't deserve it. Oh, King Quartz called me a heavyweight on Facebook and I was like <laughs> Hell yeah. I don't know who you think you're talking about buddy but anyways um, so that's going to be exciting you know what? and fun what, what, what's up John going off of King Quartz I think he moved to Pittsburgh recently I think really? he did yeah uh, from, uh, from D-Town how about that should go hang out with George man he seems really cool I, you know I, maybe I gotta hit him back up because I, I think he got contact me a while ago saying he moved but he was like still moving in was getting used to the place I mean uh, maybe it's summertime. Maybe I gotta go hang out with George now. That guy needs to do more vocal work. He has a very fucking deep voice, like a stupid deep voice. Um, oh God! Very skilled guy. Um, uh, I'm, I'm working on a uh, set for the upcoming, not the next site sounds and conversations by Code Explain Encyclopedia, but the one after that. Uh, Manny nice. booked me for the one after that because I was involved in the very first one. So for the one-year nice. anniversary, I'm doing like I don't know what you would call it, like deep house slash down tempo. A lot of cool, Anjuna Deep stuff. I've got some Holy Other in there. 
Um, oh, Anjuna Deep. That's some ground is lava. You know, Anjuna beats are always. Anjuna beats are always. It's always very clean, like sound. It's very clean so. music. Anjuna beats. Yeah. That, a lot that, of clean sounding vibes for that set, and and I cool, have not really finished that. I'm still working on it. Um, I guess now would probably be a good time to mention there will not be a hot takes two weeks from now. We're taking. Mm. We're we're skipping two weeks from now because I will be out of state. Um, so sorry. We'll return in a month. Um, haven't figured out who that guest is going to be yet, but we'll uh, we'll talk. Yep. Yeah, we got a bunch of people on deck. We're oh gonna, yeah. Uh, see what the queue is, and um, yeah, is that it? That is it, man. Thank you so much for joining oh, us. Thank tonight, you guys. John. Thanks. Thank you guys. Thank for you for around. tuning in, everybody. Thank you, John, for coming on. We hey, appreciate I sure it, buddy. appreciate the invite. We had a great chat. Great talk. Yeah. That was a All hot right. take. Um, sh- who should we raid? Who's around? I don't think anyone's around? going right now. I don't think anybody's going. <laughs> if anyone in chat it's... wants to take a minute and tell us, like, really soon, because your boy's about to fall asleep. Yo, uh, yo, you should raid, uh, Yukarin. Okay, how do you, how do you spell power, that? Power, I, I just put in the Oh, Yukarin? That's, that's power PC and me right there, you know? Oh, is oh, it? Oh, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, oh. I, I'm sure, I'm sure, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know what he's doing. He's playing Valorant right now, so I don't know. Yeah, let's let's go, man. Oh, all right, okay. we're going to raid him in 3, 2, 1. <laughs> this channel is intended for mature it. audiences. Oh, no. This could be oh, good. Oh. He's doing this. Who knows? He, wanna, doesn't, he won't even know what hit him. Yeah, I want to see what he's like. What the hell? Yeah, All right. We go for 20, 23 to I'm going to go ahead and raid now. Good night, everybody.